0: You see, your old ones here, they're selected at birth. And my new ones, we're talking recombination. They're practically manufactured using DNA profiles and some manipulation.
1: More endurance, quick responses,
2: better hand eye, improved technical training. It's a whole different standard. My daddy was in maintenance. <laughs>
3: This is Filmsack.
0: Oh, sure.
3: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. To Film Sack, or to it for the first time. It's uh, Film Sack, mind the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind, episode 478. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian, three dogs and a wild boar walk into a bar, Dunaway.
4: Row,
0: row, No, um, oh. Hi. Good morning, or <laughs> afternoon, or wherever the crap time it is on your blustery trash planet. Mm. Thank you for rescuing me and bringing me to your home made of human waste. I'm a man of few words, a soldier. If you have questions... I have face tattoos to answer them. But yeah, here comes the butt. I'm in the next room laying in the pile of trash you call a guest bed, recovering from my near-death coma, when I awoken by the sound of what can best be described as a flesh trumpet. Explain before I kill you and your family. (laughs) A Zerbert war? I'm in! Point me to these Zerberts and I will destroy them all. Sir, please remove your lips from my tummy. And that's how Todd learned to stop war and to start loving. That's true. It's absolutely true. It's an
3: amazing intro.
1: I wake, oh. I wake up every morning to a Zerbert war. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh, it's actually called a Raspberry War out here. Anybody got I, a different heard term both. for it? Yeah, I've heard, heard Raspberry
3: both. Zerbert. Uh, I wonder well, if I Zerbert captured. involved the stomach.
2: Raspberries are just just anywhere. Yeah, right? right with your right. your lips and tongue.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wait wait whoa, tongue. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa. whoa. Uh, tongue. oh don't you don't be, stick your tongue out for a, a raspberry you're it zerbert. oh no he's oh, right okay. he's right if you're doing a zerbert no tongue if you're doing a raspberry 100 percent tongue no problem yeah. right yeah because it's out in the open you're flopping around you're not licking some kids I know, it's stuff. early for this but just like a saturday night <laughs> there if you house. go D- ding uh also with us randy nothing like christmas on the trash planet jordan aloha scott brian <laughs> brian uh, good morning, Colonel
1: Malfoy. I'm, I'm just about done here with your orders for putting the finishing touches on your army of super soldiers. And I have uh, three additional items that came up and I need to get your approval for. Let will show you here. So, uh, number one, you see here, you asked us to implement technology that makes all their punches and kicks sound exactly like a snare drum being struck by a redwood tree Hmm. so we made that happen but as you can see we were only able to make the one sound so every time any soldier gets punched you're going to hear that same sound with no variation all right number two (laughs) uh you wanted us to find a way to make your counterpart's teeth bleed turns out that's Gary Busey. He's the only living man we've ever heard of whose teeth each contain a pint of blood. (laughs) No, no charge there. Number three, you wanted face tattoos on your soldiers. Okay. Here's the thing. It's a law of the universe that a face tattoo cannot be both scary, intimidating, and include the person's name. Just look at your rival's number one soldier. In order to fit his name on his face, they only had three to four characters of space. So they used the name Todd. <laughs> <laughs> his name says Todd. Please. Okay. Stop laughing, Colonel. You're going to Colonel Malfoy. I'm, I'm trying to stay professional here, but I don't know what what's their number two soldier named? Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. I was thinking, like, Apologies trun- Todd. Apologies to all our listeners
3: named Todd, but yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm Todd. I'm sure there's a few Todds, but. Boy, that landed yeah, wrong. What
2: did you do if their name was longer than five or six characters? Right. And you, you had We had to shorten it to four to, characters. Yeah. We had to shave their head and wrap around. What if your name is Bria.
3: Jonathan. Right? <laughs> uh, the, well, it's finally, Brian, we really need more people on snake duty, Oh, no, mm. do, do we? Mm.
2: Oh, okay. Well, welcome to my office, Mr. Russell. Or can I call you Kurt? <laughs> no need to answer. I'll be your dialect coach for the film Soldier. Thanks for coming by. Uh, if you don't have any questions, we'll just dive right in. Nothing? Okay, great. Let's go. In your first scene, uh, let's start on page six. Okay, we finally see your character as an adult. I, oh, yes, I see you looking at my groceries. Yeah, I had to run out during my lunch hour and pick up supplies for a camping trip this weekend. But anyway, back to the script. Uh, you're playing a grizzled old soldier named Todd. Is that right? Todd? Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Todd. Todd's been bred for one thing, and one thing only, fighting. The colonel tells you to show him what you can do. Your reply? Oh. All right. You've got a mouthful of marshmallows. Okay. Well, those mm. are for my s'mores for the camping trip, but I'll, I'll let you finish those, and we'll come back to that. <laughs> uh, we really want to try and get across the point you're this, you're this grizzled old soldier, so your dialect is going to be Boy, you're really interested in my groceries over there, aren't you? Anyway, uh, so moving on to page 26, you've befriended a woman in the village. She's just about the only person that you've connected with. She asks you, what's it like to be a soldier? And you reply, oh, wow, that is a lot of peanut butter. That's going to be for the sandwiches for the camping trip. I don't think I've ever seen someone put that much peanut butter in their mouth all at once. Um, Here, take this cup of coffee to help wash that down. Oh, watch out, it's hot. How about if I just suggest to the director that your character spends a majority of the, food, the film not talking. Sound good?
0: I'll I'll take your silence as a yes. And shoving food in his face 20 million dollars
3: to say hardly anything. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, they you didn't make say
0: them. hardly anything. Did you see that physique? You know, he I'll, was saying okay. a lot.
3: Yeah, that says a lot. And also, <clears throat> clearly he worked real hard on that. I mean, you yeah. you don't just walk in like that, but uh yeah, the movie is soldier. Uh I want to say by the way, we found out just kind of on the side that one of our listeners, Curtis, uh, by way of his awesome wife, Lauren, uh, or they may just be partners. I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say. I don't know if they're married. I think they are. I don't know. Whatever. Curtis apparently is having a birthday and loves the movie Soldier. It all just happened to work out. So, Curtis, if you're out there listening, uh, first of all, thanks. Thank Lauren, because she's She's rad. And also you're cool and I'm glo- I hope you enjoy this episode about your favorite movie cuz he loves this movie he's a huge fan and uh, so he uh, happy happy birthday to Curtis from yeah, all of us here happy at birthday Kultuck. Uh, this so movie,
1: this this movie is just chock full of things that I wish were, were real. Like, remember, remember climbing the rope
3: in middle school? Don't you oh, wish, yeah.
1: don't you wish it had it little stair steps along the way no up? Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah.
3: That would have been right. Or call it the, uh, and, and call it the chain. So the teacher would yell up the chain, that kind of thing. Yeah. And. Although if you slide back down, uh, you're, you're really, you're ripping
2: out some, some important parts. Uh, <laughs>
3: well, you don't out of you one one of those hug rings. the rope.
1: You don't hug the rope with your crotch. My God. That's- well, uh, well Maybe you don't. Yes you do. I
2: cross my legs on the bottom part of the rope and pull myself up with the, my hands on the because top. Because you're
0: part. supposed to use your legs, not your arms yeah. like Goober did. That's Remember what holds Goober? you up. Oh, God. I yeah. Love, Goober just pulls
1: himself that. up. I look <laughs> right. the, the bioengineered super soldier goes up and and you're like, oh, he's from Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was, I remember, so, man, the movie Soldier is such a weird memory in my head, because I saw it in 98, and I think in theaters, and I remember, like, nobody talking. Like, in my head, the movie is two hours of nobody saying anything to anyone, and I don't know why I have that memory. Obviously, there's plenty of talking you know he yeah, did not say a but lot, it
0: feels but, like that because your your primary actor is not really saying anything.
3: Yeah, but I remember thinking, oh, the look of this and the you know obviously I'm a little prone mm-hmm. to this sort of wasteland stuff and sure so post
2: apocalyptic. Uh, yeah.
3: yeah, so this business all all rang w- uh, good for me, and it did again watching it again. But underneath it all, it's basically Shane the Western. You know that Shane? I don't know if you guys ever right, seen right. it, but mm-hmm. it's basically yeah, it's just like, oh, the weird the weird loner offshoot cowboy uh is reluctant to help the townsfolk, but eventually he will. And he'll he'll get suckered in by their good ways and he'll he'll drop some of his you know, his rough exterior and become a little more like them and understand them better. It's basically that movie. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It's it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, it's a and no offense, Curtis. It's a little on the, the, it's a little on the simpler side of storytelling. It really is. Yeah. It's uh very surface level,
2: um, very surface level storyline. Nothing,
1: nothing to see here. Yeah. Nothing new, yeah, nothing new <laughs> to see. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but for it what even,
2: I don't really have much more to say on that point. It's simple.
1: Even <laughs> like the, even like the most dramatic and memorable moments yeah. felt like they were borrowed from other movies. Like, uh, there, the uh, oh, give me a trope alert oh, right now. Oh gosh, Hit really? Hard, this is early. Daddy. It's
3: like hard. drinking.
1: Okay. Uh, the the trope that right at the beginning of the movie of being forced to watch terrible violence, right? That's mm-hmm. something that that it just can't possibly originate with this movie. Like the you know they they did it in a way that's very memorable with these children, right? And the and one of the guardians pushes a child's cheek with a stick to make him watch
4: dogs right.
0: fight a boar. Yeah. But forced, forced to watch like, uh, I like, wish I was forced to watch it because I would have liked to have seen that action, but they didn't let us see it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of glad they did it. Peter. I don't know.
0: <laughs> ASPCA. <laughs>
3: right. I don't know what I would have, would have expected from an actual, I feel like it wouldn't have been as bloody as they implied. Cause I've seen animals fight and they don't, they just sort of right. wrestle each other to the ground and, Hold yeah. each other there. I've seen enough nature documentaries to know what a what, yeah, a most, tiger of it's will do. In,
0: most of it's internal damage, right? Yeah. so I mean,
2: yeah, well, dogs, yeah, but I think boars, man, because they've got those tusks, I think they do, do the yeah. goring and the kind of ripping up shreds. So they're yeah. bastards. They're like, I don't actually, know, my, my fanduel.com money might have been on the gore actually. <laughs> that
0: uh, <laughs> mine too. That's exactly what I was thinking. I wanted to see him because I'm like. Oh, that's an interesting fight. Some gober <laughs> and and a boar. I mean, right. I want to see what's going on. Right. And they could have had an interesting
3: like a uh, foreshadowing because if the boar would have won, uh, right. you know, outnumbered by all these dogs, it could have been this metaphor for oh. later on when Kurt Russell yeah. has wow, to no be. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. Have that
2: already that. would have added one more
0: layer. <laughs> a layer of depth to the <laughs> A film. layer. Yeah. Yes, a <laughs> like, layer. <laughs> a layer. Yeah.
1: Not necessarily one more. One. It yeah, would right. have added one it,
0: layer of depth. But what
1: I'm I guess what I'm it, I was in love with.
3: Oh, go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. It's just it's just part
1: of a sequence, though, right? Like that that uh, there's a whole bunch of tropes, right? There's sure. the uh, there's the training and one of your trainees falls behind so you punish them mm. that sort of thing yeah. and like there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of stuff yes he's and, he's uh, really good
2: like, at tangrams we find out yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and and like i was thinking about like it goes you go back to like uh the movie for a few dollars more where the the villain forces uh, a guy who uh put him in jail to watch as his, uh, you know, family each gets shot. Mm -hmm. And then like, you, you might go, oh well, that's, so that's a a used trope. No man, this trope is in the hunger games. Like recent Mm -hmm. movies are still hammering on this, on this thing, you know, like, uh, in, in the hunger games. So everybody's forced to watch this thing. Like they can't, they can't look away. And and it's just, uh, it just really got to me like right out of the gate too, for this movie.
3: They were into it. They went right. They wasted no time. And, just establishing this whole: these kids are drones; they're trained from birth. <laughs> zip, zap, zup—you know, all, all the way to the all the way to the current day, and then now we have better ones yeah. because skinny the, mustache. The only showed thing up.
0: this movie really shines at, and considering it's from 1998, it looks pretty darn good. I mean, even the stupid ships. I mean. I they could look it. a lot worse. They I could like look it. a whole I, I, lot. I agree. Worse.
3: The sandstorms, the sudden sandstorms, was the yeah. least hell hold up, or the the least good looking CGI holding up moments. Uh, they those right. looked real bad. But the uh, when they you know when they were coming over the hill and he would look up and see him and then have to grab something that this it just did not look like a good storm. If, if you're
0: if you're into uh, into faces, this is one of the most uh, <laughs> sh- closely shot films we've watched probably yeah. on sec. and it it they do an amazing job and it's it's it's, it's gorgeous uh, framing and you've got you know beautiful people to look at and uh i, lots I of
2: that glycerin sweat though holy yeah God. lots of no, glycerin no sweat mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i mean sure. in being visually a, uh attractive for something that really is not supposed to be attractive at all is you know, the scars it, it on russell's
1: mm-hmm. face moved around a little bit yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah it was kind
4: of a
3: little shifty
2: uh, cable like are you anybody familiar with like cable scars mm-hmm. from uh yeah. rob Liefeld's? uh
3: Oh, um, very, like the star the, yeah. star, the uh, star, uh, yeah. scar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. He was very cable, actually. A lot of everything about that characterization. Kind of, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't have much to say about the characterization. Cause yeah, I think anybody could have sort of played stern and angry and immovable sure. and emotional, unemotional and all that. It's to me, it's just the overall feel of everything worked. still worked for me. I like how everything just yeah. felt like a big nasty trash planet And even though the people who survived on it, like, I don't know how they got there. I don't know why they're there in the first place, but my biggest, my biggest story, well, I sort of, I sort of do, but my bigger complaint about that is they all felt like one of those TNG episodes where the enterprise encounters a, uh, uh, a village of people who haven't heard of warp drive yet. You know what I mean? Like- yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if you miss if you miss one line of dialogue, you'll totally miss the fact that they've been there for twelve years. They were on to the they were going to the moons. Uh, oh yeah, elsewhere. they were going to the triple moons or whatever, and then they yeah. Got side-tracked so you know, and their ship broke down. I mean, it's, it's very flimsy. You definitely don't want to dig any deeper than that or you'll tear right through the paper bag
3: they also nice. they also <laughs> break that rule where the husband of the of the lady who was in gladiator i don't know i forget her right
0: name. oh and yeah. wonder woman's mom and just yes yeah, yeah. She's, she's, yeah. she's awesome Hippalita.
3: i really like her. yeah she's that's amazing. Uh,
2: pertwee uh who's alfred pennyworth on the gotham mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: on the gotham uh, tv series. yeah oh, and that guy gotham. that guy who's played by what's his name Sean, Sean Pertwee. Oh, per or John something. or Sean. There it is. Twee. Sean Pertwee. Sean Pertwee. Yeah. He,
4: Pertwee.
3: He, he is uh always Where's my leg. He always, for the most part, plays bad guys in movies. And that's Jason Isaac. Well, uh, Jason Isaac also. But he but yeah. this Pertwee guy, every movie I ever see him in, nope. always a bad guy. Except here. This is mm-hmm. it. So when I see him, I go, Oh, he's gonna pull some trickery. No, he was yeah, nice the whole time. Tricky. He was fine.
0: Yeah. So, so that was a dicking me around. You know what I mean? Yeah, his, name like, was, his name was Mace, so you definitely expected him to be, you know, something. I agree with you. I was, I kept waiting for that turn. It's and, for him to, uh, yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that depth. You know, it's like I've, I've allowed you into my home. We've allowed my very attractive trash planet wife to take care of you and <laughs> nurse you back to health.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, she that wears very trope, thin right? clothing. She wears very thin clothing, which you can see her nipples through. Yeah, you know we. Now I'm mad at you. Now I'm mad at you. Yeah. What and, is uh, what?
1: What is the name of the trope, by the way, where everybody is kind of ugly and dirty, except yeah. this one, this one, the woman that you get to see all the time, right? Is cream, like cream of the crop. A is what I'm super going Supermodel
0: by comparison, <laughs> right? I don't the know cream
3: what that crop. is. What is that? Because everybody else, well, actually, whatever their whole family, the the three of them were pretty clean. But whenever, whenever the Skywalker, their kid. Yeah. But whenever, whenever whenever the the commish showed up, he looked like he was bathing in mud. Uh, What's his name? Michael Chiklis.
1: That that one woman could have looked like Retta or Melissa McCarthy and it wouldn't have changed anything. Like Mm. it would have, it would have been the same movie. Right. And and he would have had the same weird, sudden new conflicts flashing across his face. Kurt Russell is actually not a bad actor for this like he he has to act with his face oh and stoic so way, stoic i mean
0: he he does stoic like like nobody's business right was He's it like, throwing
3: hey, anybody that this is this is post uh uh tombstone it just threw me yeah
1: way yeah, post yeah like yeah. five years or something yeah, it's yeah just, feels like it feels like
3: earlier work yeah it feels like something you would have done before this to me and i don't know
0: right this feels this doesn't feel like a
2: 1998
0: no, Dumb. no, no, not no. at all. It was like early 90s. Yeah. And, that, late and 90s. that's the problem, I think, is it feels so uh, it does feel kind of out of place. And it is just mostly working through the tropes from the 80s all the way down, you know, to the fight and the rain. We've got to have a fight. Well, there's trash plan. We haven't had any rain. We mm-hmm. should have a rainstorm right now. A storm is coming.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. this
1: movie was made after uh, Event Horizon. Like, and I'm, I'm just like, if you haven't seen either of these movies, by the way, and they're both now on film SAC, watch this first, then <laughs> event horizon. <laughs> yeah. Do do not watch them in the other order yeah. because like, no. it, it, like I, I kept thinking of event horizon mainly because early on in this movie, <laughs> there's scenes where they're like having a war in space on a war planet. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> bad. It's oh like, it is like film school, low budget. Bad. Well, it's it also it felt. H-
0: it felt like the wars that they had, like some of the some of the montage wars they had, and uh, oh, what's the movie we watched here on Film Sag? Uh, With-
3: well, I mean, keep in mind, Event Horizon also directed by Paul Anderson, Paul W. S. Anderson, who directed this. So there's a lot of similarities right. and just like direction style, same guy, same dude, right? So that makes a difference. Starship uh,
2: Troopers. Oh, Starship yes, Troopers. There you go. go. Oh, very this was good. <clears throat> good comparison. Yeah, good yeah. I didn't make the Starship Troopers comparison. Yeah,
1: but the the space also war, the space war <laughs> glimpses in Soldier are way worse than Starship Troopers.
0: Busey. Right. Yeah. Oh no no I said uh, a Yeah, a yeah. not, yeah. not the Busey, not the Busey. Yeah, no no, no 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 Yeah, they all they those m- multiple multiple abuses.
3: They come in six pack. You have to get them at Costco though. You can only get them. Uh, the screenwriter,
0: yeah, <laughs> each, each one of the right, each one of the uh, war scenes was like almost looked like theater. Right, it looked like they yeah. were just uh, you know just you know some flimsy walls and you know some posters just to set up a, a
3: little a, a bit. Area. That's where I get yeah. the
0: TNG vibe out of you know like the yeah.
3: or, or the Stargate. SG1 vibe which is funny because Stargate the film starred Kurt Russell as well and there's, mm. there's so many weird little references so I should mention this David Webb Peoples director or sorry writer of this script he is famous for writing some of the best coolest movies you've ever heard of like Unforgiven, Blade Runner, 12 Monkeys, uh, the movie Soldier, which <laughs> we're talking about right now. Uh, he did Hero. Let's see. Another one I like. A Leviathan. Lady Hawk. We've seen that one. Uh, not that that's a great movie, but you know what I'm saying? Like a ton of really great stuff. And he claims that this is in the Blade Runner universe. He wrote it right. as such. Right. And there are also hints in the movie that sort of lead us down that road anyway. But the one that cracks me up the most is this little thing that's like a, a a grid of of his abilities. I'll put it on our Discord so you guys can see it. Not his abilities, his accomplishments. And on there, you've got his unit statistics, his blood type, and all this other stuff. Ordnance levels, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it then the under service record, it says, and this is just like flashed up on the screen, so you'd have to really be reading it to get it. Mm. Uh he got the Cash Medal of Bravery, Tango and Cash, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and the Pliskin, the Pliskin patch.
3: patch. He also got the O'Neill yeah. Ring Award, O'Neill, because he's yeah, yeah, Colonel yeah, O'Neill, yeah. and then the McReady Cross, McReady. which yeah. I don't know what that one is. What's McReady?
0: I don't know what that. one is. Oh, I don't know what that one is either. All, I knew the rest of them. They were that all that in
2: the. Uh, let me pull up the trivia because they were all listed as to like which movie they came from. I think everything, but uh, okay, here we go. Pliskin patch, the O'Neill Ring Award is a mess. A uh, uh, the yeah. Stargate. Yeah, sorry, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. What's Um uh,
2: McCreedy Cross, the thing. Oh, the uh, thing, of course. The Captain, they have the Captain Ron Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> That's fantastic. The McCaffrey Fire Award, backdraft, the Dexter Riley Award, the strongest man of the world, and see uh, no, you don't. And the computer wore tennis shoes. And yeah. citations for the Nibian moons campaign, the Antares Maelstrom War and the War of Perditions Flames, which are all locations referred to in Star, Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. My favorite oh. is
3: Battle of Shanghai, which is obviously a reference to Big Chubble oh, in Little China. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was really bummed there was nothing for Overboard. Yeah. Really bummed.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this some kind of reference to I don't know what would it even be? the Goldie Hun yeah. right. right. Goldie the Goldie Award or something yeah
1: I guess that could you be know, for just about anything yeah. yeah no kidding so Scott this is what caught my eye yeah. uh, Paul W S Anderson here was not writing his own stuff at this point right he was he was just directing and and at some point later after this movie he decides he's going to start writing movies mm-hmm. as well as directing them yeah and this is his la- his string of movies that he wrote I'm just going to name them. Because this is bizarre to me. Okay. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Got it. Resident Evil Extinction. Death Race. Resident Evil Afterlife. Death Race 2. Resident Evil Retribution. <laughs> yeah. Death Race Inferno. Resident <laughs> Evil The Final Chapter. Death Race 4 Beyond Anarchy. Like, <laughs> so which movie funds the other?
2: Like yeah. you do yeah. to help pay for... <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, yeah.
3: I feel like all of his money he makes it feels like the money you make on the resident evil pays for those death race movies that's the, the order race, yeah, yeah. No, to,
1: to add to to just enumerate it was five resident evil movies and four death race movies did he all, not all write
3: any a of the avp the the alien versus predator ones I, he directed some of that but i don't know if he i thought he wrote all that i guess not I don't he, have... he got he got a screen story
1: credit for alien versus predator
3: gotcha okay well, he, in this particular case, though, with this writer, with David Webb Peoples, which sounds like a alternate universe name for Spider Man, um, he, uh, I mean, Twelve Monkeys and Unforgiven alone, those are two of my favorite all time things. I yeah, love yeah, those, yeah. and of course, you know, Blade Runner goes without saying that that's just a, a huge deal. And that was his second credited writing gig was the original Blade Runner. Uh, he also. Uh, was responsible for that 12 Monkey series and did a bunch of uh, writing for that. So he's got credit for all this cool stuff. In this case, he's like, Well, what if I made a, what if I wrote this thing and I put it in that universe? So at some point in the sequel that they had t- talked about but never made enough money to do, he was going to meet Deckard. Like they yeah. were going to have crossover, man, which is yeah, weird. I, yeah. I'm really glad they that didn't. Is really weird. Yeah.
1: And I just want to, I just want to argue, and I think, we haven't watched Unforgiven for film sack, right? No, no, because I, I've said this, I've said this before. I but love that movie. Unforgiven is not that great a script.
4: I disagree. So like, I, I, I love I think, that movie. I
1: think Unforgiven is a mediocre script that is raised to the heavens by Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, and Morgan Freeman.
4: Okay,
3: fair and, enough. Because in some ways, it is boiled down to that basic cowboy story of of redemption and and coming back to to your demons. And yeah, you're. I mean, you're not wrong, but man. That movie, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: like even like even Richard, <laughs> good Harris, argument. Richard, <laughs> Richard, Richard Harris delivers. You're using the horse argument, and now you concede. <laughs> like, oh, I thought that was a raspberry. I don't know. <laughs> it tickled. Is your arm wet?
4: Uh, it was a horse. A little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's that's all. I just I've said this before, and I don't like. I'm not putting down Unforgiven. I totally understand. It's just like if you just look at the script, and you're not hearing morgan freeman's voice or, or you're not seeing clint eastwood's face you know what i mean it's sure. just not as good. Yeah. a
3: lot of it is direction a lot of it is tone and a lot of it is you're right they elevate that material um to the yeah. point of you know best picture in 92 or whatever it was but uh man i could watch unforgiven any time of the day i love that movie so freaking much in a lot of yeah, ways this is
0: you had to watch soldier instead well in a lot Psych. of ways in a lot of ways soldiers <laughs> is, is another
3: version of unforgiven like it's a it's familiar territory script wise for this dude. Oh my god! And um, it's fine. It's it's soldier is one of those things where, you know, I wanted to, I want to have love like I have for for Waterworld for it, and Waterworld right. I I will concede Waterworld is not a great film, but Waterworld is one of my favorite movies. But I know it's not great.
0: It but it requires a a, a mediocre movie that relies a lot on tropes can live on just a couple of really amazing scenes mm-hmm. and this right. movie did not give us any just amazing scenes where it's just like a, a huge turn everything was just you know just just more S- of the same some of
4: it
3: was like hey you remember that time uh arnold schwarzenegger and commando or no sorry uh, predator painted his face with a bunch of stuff we got one of right. those scenes and uh-huh. hey remember right. that time where uh, the freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Sheen's dad uh, came out of the swamp water for a second in Apocalypse Now. We got a scene like that too. <laughs> yeah, like they got they did a lot of that yeah. stuff.
0: And I kept I'm trying something- to think of the exceptional scene in this film, and I I, I just couldn't I I just couldn't find the exceptional scene. Mm.
1: So okay, mm-hmm. so for me, you did. I, one. I actually actually want to I actually want to put a definition out there for uh, movies like this because. Uh, Scott, you know, loves, uh, Mad Max Fury Road so much yeah. and people often come along and say, well, it's got, it's barely got a script, right? You could, you could fit the script on one page, yeah. but I feel like you always have to put this other aspect of it there. Like you, yes, you, it's got a very short script, so that seems simplistic, but to storyboard that movie takes a thousand pages Yeah. and <sighs> that's like, that's what, what makes it great is that people took the time. You know what I mean? To to make a complete movie out of a simple
3: idea. It's like a painting where I don't, you don't need to spell everything out for me. Your painting is, is so sweeping and and detailed that I can look at the painting and infer so much. Like there's so much about Fury row where I go, I understand that gas town is like the place where the power is truly yielded in this world because that's where the gas is and they've got control over that gas. And it's just, you know, it's, it's again, simplistic and boiled down, but in that world, it makes sense the bullet town or the bullet farmer. That makes sense to me. I I don't need to know the entire cast system to, to build it in my own head. They give me all this imagination fuel uh, for lack of a better term in that movie where I get to build the world without having to be force fed the world. And as a result, it's a far, far better movie. This movie has an opportunity. They do it all visually and they do it all with tone. This movie had that opportunity soldier does. And instead they just, I I could feel that nervousness of like well we better have a lot of chatter with uh, the commission, and this other guy and <laughs> they all need to be talking and 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 we better explain that a little bit there and like and, and if they would yeah. have done less of that explaining stuff I think I think it would have improved it for me but it may not have made it a well it was already a flop so I guess it doesn't matter at this point <laughs> yeah but I but it's not it that's it never audience yeah. friendly you know audiences sort of put off by the by when you don't overly well. I don't know. I again, like it. I again, like when a movie is confident enough that it that it that it knows the audience is going to get it and not have to be over explained to them what's happening.
2: It's twofold. I mean, you've got to have enough stuff uh, that happens in the background, enough stuff that happens around the characters to flesh out pieces of the story that don't get explained and mm-hmm. and, and kind of provide some depth and uh, compelling. Uh, world building right but then you also have to explain just enough that the audience that maybe doesn't appreciate that as much isn't completely lost by it and says I don't know what's going on in this <laughs> thing and, and I've given up
3: yeah yeah no that's a good that's a great way of
0: putting I'm getting it. more popcorn
3: I'm out <laughs> <laughs> that's right but
2: here, so like I can't believe I didn't go see event horizon for this <laughs> there, there is some
3: really cool trivia about the movie one for example I was sure that they had done the most amazing casting at around 12 years old Twelve year old Todd, I thought, man, oh, that yeah. kid <laughs> looks just like him. How yeah, they, oh how my find goodness, that yes. kid? And then I read and found out it it is his kid.
0: It's his yeah, kid. Yeah. His kid that's Wyatt do Russell. That.
3: He named his kid Wyatt. That's that's yeah. awesome.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. And that's how you fix that. Much,
2: compared to uh, Kurt's twenty million, how much do you think the kid got? Or did they say <laughs> it just share your twenty million with your son?
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> probably i mean who knows i don't know how you even work kid actors in anymore when they're like yeah. when it's like a nepotism choice like that or not nepotism but you know he it was a right choice because it looked just like him it was
2: and it you know that when you do it as as a uh a side character or a young version of the character i love it when they do that but yeah. if it's just like oh yeah you know we're gonna pull bill and murray's brother in as the mayor uh yeah. should be nobody's ever gonna notice that the two of
1: them are related yeah, I'm looking That's at Wyatt Russell now. I still now. love I still love
2: Groundhog Day. <laughs> <Dude,
3: laughs> Groundhog Day's one of the greatest films ever made, I, are you kidding me?
1: There there are some newer movies that I found myself comparing this to. And again, uh, I'm talking about cinematography, right? Like there was right. a there was a 3-year stretch where the same man won the Oscar for best cinematography 3 years in a row, right? Mm-hmm, it was right. Emmanuel Lubezki
4: mm-hmm. and
1: the movies were Gravity uh, Birdman and the Revenant three years in a row. Yeah. yeah. And I and I thought about the Revenant uh, several times in this movie for some reason. And I also thought about gravity, but only because like gravity is is so it's right. so realistic and this movie's treatment of space was so unrealistic. But mm-hmm. like the 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 revenant, it was just like it's just like there's this guy and he's gonna Take a beating and another beating, you know? And he's, like, qu- real quiet, right? And mm-hmm. it, like, it just it kept coming to mind. And I, I was thinking, man, imagine imagine this movie with a master cinematographer, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, it would made a huge difference.
3: And, mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Wyatt Russell. Well, he's got quite the beard now. Um, He's, he's in stuff, man. He's in. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I saw him in o- <clears throat> this movie Overlord, which was, like, Nazi zombies in world war Two. oh yes yeah it
2: was basically
3: wolfenstein uh movie yeah that was, that's actually that's the first time anyone said that and it's totally correct i didn't even realize it <laughs> but uh but he's he's um he's a character in that that i at the time i remember thinking oh this guy's cool i don't why does he look so familiar and he oh, looks familiar because yeah. he looks like his freaking dad that's why he looks familiar. oh for pete's wow. sake and i just watched him in that lodge 49
2: um uh TV series on AMC that I recommended a couple of weeks ago. He's like this hmm. this pool cleaner goofball dude named Dud. Oh,
4: and, Sean uh, Dud does feel such, on the face yeah. cat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, such a great show and if you, you if you have a way of watching, I think you can watch it on Hulu. Lodge 49 is fantastic and it really hmm. it's a heartwarming um Series, which kind of you know uh, uplifting, which we kind of need right now.
1: Wyatt Russell was also in the most Linklater of Linklater movies. Oh, everybody wants some. Everybody wants some. Yeah, Mm.
4: I still haven't seen that.
3: that How is is that? By the way, would
4: you? It is like
1: Richard Linklater looked in a mirror (laughs) and talked to himself. (laughs) What is a what is a Linklater movie? What does it look like? What does it sound like? You know, how many, how many young men can I have? And how many of them have to have long mustaches like that kind of thing?
3: Uh, is it still set in the seventies? Like it looks like, Oh, 1980. It says a uh, group of yeah. basketball players navigate their way through freedoms and responsibilities of unsupersized adults. So it's basically a, like an yeah. un, unannounced sequel. to Today's the confused kind of.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's seriously, it's like the Richard Linklater meta.
3: I kind of want to watch it now. Hmm. Of course right. you do. It's great. Yeah, I I meant to and didn't. I think it was just like maybe missed my radar because this is what the follow up to the the boy one where it was like the kid's whole life and it took him away. Yeah. yeah, which seemed to be well, whatever. Some people are split on that. In fact, I think we are split on that. I didn't I think or Ibbet loves it and and Randy's not I, a fan or what I
2: was, like it. I don't know if I'd say I love it. I'd, I'd give it a I'd give it a B. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen boyhood three
1: times for Brian. I don't, I, I have don't it backwards. I,
3: I, I have it backwards. You like I it a lot. I love it
1: though. I, uh, there's something about it that mm-hmm. triggers all of my like warm heart feelings about growing up in Texas. Mm. But it's not like I love it. I like, I, I think of it as kind of, um, it's kind of like a stunt of a movie, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it totally uh, is not, a stunt of not, a movie,
2: but, and, it, and, but I think it's better than just a, a stunt of a movie. I mean, I, I I just watched it uh just so I could freeze frame it. Well, out now what I tracks. can't
0: tell Scott. I can't tell who loves it and who hates it. I, can't.
2: <laughs> oh. I just watched it so I could freeze frame and figure out what tracks he used on his <laughs> uh, post Beatles
0: mixtape. Oh, just yeah. what I'll for, tell you what uh, I love hated. I love that Jason and Isaac's mustache. Yeah, that
3: thing was gonna come alive and wrap itself oh, right. around you and kill you. <laughs> We really need to get
2: across the point that he's evil. <laughs>
0: right? But yeah. does he do anything evil? No, he mostly just talks yeah. until he shoots Busey in the face. I love him, but he's
3: he's a cartoon in this. He's, yeah, he's a cartoon. He, yes, he, he yeah, he was, a,
1: he was also a little young for the role. Mm. I felt like this this should have been someone with a little more gravitas. And he struck me as like a 30-year-old upstart. And
3: I just didn't. Right. Totally buy it. You know what's weird is he's only two years from his role as uh Lucius Malfoy. Or, yeah. yeah. Like that's crazy. Harry
0: Potter was just two years yeah. away. Get this wow. off my face. Yeah. It's time to play a real role. <laughs> that's really Give me
2: weird. some hair dye. Let's uh let's get this mustache off and get my hair looking white. So if I you,
1: always wonder why why couldn't they cast people who had blonde hair already. Why did they have to cast people who
0: were black-haired and and give them platinum blonde hair? Because it's striking, right? I mean, when a black hair when a black-haired person has blonde hair, it's like, oh, something's uncomfortable about this. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, that might be one of the easiest
2: things on an actor to change is is hair color. So if they're if they're right for the role, man, whatever.
1: You know know, how how how, I don't don't think they're right. That's what I'm saying. I I can't say they're, that they're right for the role. Like, like a uh, D- Danaris in game of Thrones, you know how like her hair as seasons go by gets darker and darker for no stated reason, except they didn't want to have to <laughs> deal with like her eyebrows were ridiculous in the first season of game of Thrones. Like I, how do you, how do you, how do you say that you're right for the role? If you look so weird. Yeah.
2: <laughs> by the way, I'm still, I'm still looking at how you pronounce
3: Daenerys. How do you pronounce her <laughs> last name? Dragon Terragorn. (laughs) Terragorn. Is that what you just said? Terragorn? By the way, I just did some math. Okay. This math's important because Todd, the main character here, played by Kurt Russell, uh, is on screen 85% of the time. All right. So there's a percentage breakdown of how many times he's on screen. He speaks 104 total words during his time on screen, shorter than any report you ever had to submit. So I did a little math. He made $20 million for the film. That means that he made 19230 Sorry, sorry, 100 no, is that right? Yeah, no, sorry. 100, 100, he made a lot of money. Hold on, $192,307.
0: Okay, I've, I've
2: officially forgotten about how Randy pronounces uh, Daenerys. <laughs> right,
3: right. Your he, math has- Listen, he made over 100, $192,000 per word. Yeah, that's insane. Per Damn. word. Can you imagine King saying my. the word the and then going ching ching and you got $192,000 for saying oh. the word the?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to downplay clear. how many times Russell Crowe had to hit the gym and how much he had to starve himself and apparently let him eat like uh, after a six month fast right there on screen. By the way, Russell Crowe. I oh, hate Kurt Russell, you mean? Kurt Russell does say Russell Crowe. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do. I, have, yeah, I, I actually had whole Russell whole Crowe. Thing. I was looking at Ad Connie Nelson pulled up and I was going to say something about her and Russell Crowe was. Oh yeah, because of the the med, the um, yeah, they're in the thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, I I I'm not a fan of the ravish, the ravishing. I what what exactly is it when someone on screen must make everybody feel uncomfortable while they like scarf down food? I've never been a fan of that in film. Well, it's I mean, like I'm at least I'm, at
1: least our star here, Russell Brand, made it look cool.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't make it look cool. That's right. the problem. Yeah. I, for That's some
3: reason, did. I always think, I, I, when I say Kurt Russell, I get him mixed up with, oh, see, now I can't remember the other guy's name. This is, this is how <laughs> it happens. There's a, there's a dude when I say his name, and then I can't think of Kurt Russell forever. And now <laughs> Kurt Russell's in my head, and I can't think of the other dude's name. The other guy. I can't even tell you who the other guy is now. you'll you'll stumble across it when we bring up his name later can
1: we talk can we talk a little bit about jason scott lee my favorite
3: yeah except he was barely freaking in this i was
0: about to say how much did he get paid because he said even less right he's cool man i love that guy
3: Mm -hmm. he should do more well he's in the new mulan coming out that'll be cool oh yeah they were like hire all the asian actors quick (laughs)
1: <laughs> but now he's but now he's like old so he's going to be Mulan's
3: dad. Who's he going to be?
0: Uh I don't know. we can find uh, out.
3: Uh Bori Khan. Who's Bori Khan? Oh, was
0: that the bad guy? I don't know. By the way, Scott uh by the way, J- uh, Jason Scott Lee 1966 was born. Old man Jason he's Scott the, Lee. he's not that old.
3: Oh, you know what? That is the bad guy. That's oh, that's your okay, version so of the... uh uh they were the Huns in the in the cartoon oh but, yeah, so it's like so Genghis, Genghis uh, Khan yeah sure yeah.
1: right and like in the Two Towers and the uh, the Return of the King he's going to be Khan Bori Khan there you go um, Khan Bori Khan he, he was in <laughs> he was in the the second Crouching Tiger movie? yeah yeah or is it the third no second. I don't know, yeah. but like you can just you can just tell me Jason Scott Lee isn't a thing. Like he has a a, a very small recurring role. He really in the does, 1-5-0. and it's
3: it's weird because man, that dude left an impact. On, he left a hey, a dude. big tattoo sized Jason Scott Lee. Or wait, is that his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was getting mixed up with uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason Lee No, me just too. Jason. Oh, just Jason Lee. <laughs> Just Jason Lee without the Scott in it is uh I always get oh, confused. Yeah. My name yeah. is Earl, Jason really Lee. Good. But anyway, Jason Scott Lee left a real imprint on me in that uh dragon, the Bruce Lee story thing in ninety three or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that was that a bad that was such a good movie. And I walked away from that going, I don't know what it's gonna be, but his career's gonna be gigantic. And then I was wrong. It's just sort of and there. They, they imagine
0: that I was wrong. It's
3: okay. He's got stuff. Right. It's fine. He's like I said. Mulan's coming up. Probably going to be a memorable role. I. But it's not what it, what I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to be the next big huge thing, and it was just going to blow our minds. There's just right. not a there's not a
1: lot of work out there for these Hawaiian guys, and I I wish there was. Like mm. like I say, they all appear at some point in Hawaii Five O. Jason Scott Lee could have been one of the stars of Hawaii Five O instead of a you know a, a guy who makes an appearance in three
3: episodes oh my gosh it just hit me scott khan is in hawaii Five O. he's <laughs> his name is jason scott lee and in mulan he plays a character with the last name khan
2: what whoa. what and they're both sons of of uh people of actors
3: oh. whoa. whoa wait jason scott lee's son of a big actor who's he who's the son of isn't he no he's not bruce yeah, lee's but... kid that's what I thought he was oh. all this time. <laughs> right. of, oh, darn.
4: Of, uh... <laughs> Shoot.
3: That's funny. No. That I is funny. I always thought that internet. he was uh... You always thought they were well, who's the
2: thing? Guy? okay. to yeah, he's not
3: the guy from the show, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. yeah uh, pro, Brandon yeah, yeah. Lee died.
2: Brandon Lee yeah, is who yeah, I was thinking yeah. of.
3: Yeah, Brandon okay. Lee passed. Oh yeah,
2: away. and he's and he's dead, so that
0: Yeah, wow. he's dead. So that makes sense. All
2: right, I will pay you a hundred dollars to edit this part out of
3: the show.
4: <laughs> nah it just makes me feel I'm better. It, it, ma- it, it makes you me feel all better all about it. Up to It, it all makes all it. it makes me
3: feel better about my math earlier. So it's
0: all it's all. <laughs> all yeah, look,
2: we got, thing going to be? Yeah,
0: every, every, I've already done mine. I did Russell Crowe. Uh, oh, yeah. Every look, I, I would I would say that look, we all are just under exhaustion yeah. right now. This whole country, this whole world is exhaustion <laughs> right now. Yeah. I, I allow any flub at this point. Yeah,
3: Randy's, just, it's just Randy's turn they, is all I'm saying. By the end of the show, Randy's yeah, got to yeah. have a flub and then we're all equal. We're all equal partners in this mess.
0: Flubbing it!
3: Uh, oh, I thought
0: it was bah, <laughs> Generous,
3: generous Targaryen. Generous, generous, oh yeah, Daenerys Dan Targaryen.
0: Targaryen.
3: <laughs> I was going to make a joke earlier about it. I wish there was no COVID-19 so we could have all attended BoryCon this year, but right. anyway, that's a bad joke and I won't
0: hey, Can we it. talk about the logic of Soldier <laughs> for just a minute? Can we Go talk about the, movie, the yeah, it right? movie? I mean, it's just okay. for a minute. I want to talk about the logic of the script. I mean, we can all agree that it was sparse this script, but and it was simple. But uh, some of the things don't make any sense at all. Like, why were these soldiers who had not patrolled this trash planet in 12 years? Suddenly, you know, it's like, oh, I need to go get them trained and I need to for them to explore the trash planet. What were you expecting to find? The fact you found anybody was amazing. Well, plus he dumped they he dumped
3: what he thought was the body of Kurt Russell on that planet.
0: Wait, and what what most what, what ridiculousness is that anyway? Get rid of the bodies, burn them. Don't yeah. send don't put them in like a trash thing and shoot them off to trash weird. Acadia planet. I that mean, was weird. What? That was weird. I you love a trash planet. costs a town.
2: lot of extra fuel to burn all that I, trash. Yeah. I
0: do like the idea of a trash planet, but I gotta be honest with you. Those people would basically be super rich because they the, the trash people were throwing away were uh, Pretty good stuff. They're I all mean, right.
3: It's okay. But look, what I love about throwaway sci-fi is themed planets. I love the idea yeah, of a trash yeah. planet. I want a prison planet. Yeah. I want planets <laughs> that serve a pr- yeah. single purpose. I love that. How,
0: how, convenient, mm. how convenient and how stupid... Would it be to have a big spinning lawnmower, old school lawnmower blade, on the windiest (laughs) planet in the galaxy, (laughs) and then you're gonna stand right in front of it and get your you get the blades on? I mean, Michael Chickles, by the
3: way, who we haven't even brought up yet. No, we
0: did that earlier. There's a red light on
3: the on the. uh, Did we really uh, bring up Michael? Yeah, I I mentioned the commish like four times. Oh, the commish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True story, true story. I never saw that. Oh, you never saw the commish.
2: I never saw the commission. I've never seen the wire. Let's get that one out of the way too. He wasn't on the
3: wire. He was on the he uh, was oh, on we'll the shield, the, the, the shield, Baltimore shield, the shield, yeah, yeah, yeah. the shield. Yes, yeah. was... Ryan,
1: are you complaining about the people slicer machine? Yeah, the big pressure that could have been locked down with a six-inch length of chain. Are you Anything. complaining about that? Anything? Are you any, complaining? I mean, why would you keep that there? And Are you complaining about the murder machine that could have been stopped by a <laughs> stick <to> placed <laughs> through the side? I, is that what you're complaining I, about? Any yeah. of the the millions
2: of pieces of trash on the trash planet?
3: Yeah, oh my God.
2: I think they should have just let. They should have just jammed
3: it up with Michael Chickless's body. Is what they should have done. <laughs>
1: Are you complaining that it's wind driven in a place with a unnet- unnaturally high winds? It's,
0: it's I mean, crazy. Just the just the just the leaps. Just just the absolute uh, expectation of the viewer to just absolutely neglect any thought mm. at all. With all that being said, I would watch this any weekend on a Saturday. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I would turn this on just to look at you know. Kurt Russell being beautiful. I, I should mean. have I should
3: have said this up top and earlier. I like this movie. I had a good right. time. I don't I'm not I'm not gonna give it I'm not gonna extol any of its great virtues because I think it's kind of got its problems, but I had a lot of fun watching I, this All right.
2: okay. I think it's a little got, far. Let's say you've got uh Soldier on AMC, you've got uh what? executive what? decision on TBS, and you've got uh Tango and Cash on TNT. Oh, I'm definitely.
0: No, I'm definitely flipping between the three. There's no way I can just make a choice.
3: <laughs> Your picture in picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, this is a real Sophie's <laughs> three-way choice you got going here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the real Captain Runs choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I would probably. No, to answer the question, if I had to choose one. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably important what day it was of the week. I mean, yeah, so maybe. You know oh. If and you had to Soldier choose,
2: with no day of the week, would Soldier win for me? No. i probably between Executive Decision and Tango and Cash probably settle on
0: Executive uh, Decision is more of a Tango Tuesday thing for me. I, I can't see me watching Executive Decision on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I don't Tuesday. know. I might
3: go Soldier. I think I might. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's the, set, the setting sells me on it. I think.
1: I don't know. For Tango and Cash. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, there's no, there's no question. You like, take tango, not a contest. So you'd take Tango yeah. and Cash then. Is oh, sure. But what day would you watch Tango and Cash? Is that on a Sunday? <laughs> I is... love
3: this weird caveat you've got <laughs> about what,
0: what day
2: it is. Yes, I'm not going to waste a weekend on Tango and Cash. <laughs> no, the
1: I'll way the tango, rule is, these movies. Tango and
3: Cash right now. Pause The, the, the way I'll the rule is, is this. All three of these movies are going to go away. So you have to choose one and one only. And it's the only one you're going to ever see. And the
0: other two are destroyed. And Ooh, that- hey, what's the third wow. One? <laughs> Yeah. The other ones are sent to a trash planet.
2: Yeah. And shoot. I might say, I might say executive decision because my pick of tango and cash is that executive decisions always going to be around. But if you're telling me. Right. Yeah. It's going away <laughs>
3: forever. Only one, three, one of these three, you can watch. And it's going to watch, forever. I got to watch Oliver Platt chew on a straw for two hours.
1: I think <laughs> yeah. I'd go on an
3: executive decision.
0: That is a and tough decision. An executive
1: you know what, you know what's decision. Uh, what's it's weird. How the scarcity of movies doesn't impact us at all because like, <laughs> I've only seen Executive Decision the one time, right? Yeah, I've seen Tango and Cash maybe five times. You would think that would mean I would prefer Executive Decision because I've Mm. I've seen Tango and Cash plenty. But it works the opposite. I've seen Tango and Cash over and over, so I like it more somehow.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, Mm. I don't know. Um, That
2: fits. You gravitate towards what you like, though. I mean, I think if you... Liked executive decision more. You'd seek it out and maybe say, "Oh, it's streaming. I'm not doing anything. I'll have that on the background while I do other things." But
1: like I've yeah. seen Tombstone 35 times, you could <laughs> you could put anything up against that, and you're not taking away my Tombstone, right? Right.
3: Yeah, that's true. I'll be I'll be your Huckleberry. Same. Of all, I mean, if you're saying what movie of his would I watch? Let's take the whole library of Kurt oh, Russell. Wow. Film. Okay. Oh Okay. Oh, for what would be hard for me would be choosing between. Miracle and Tombstone. Those, Is it those are like to,
4: yeah, you know. to
2: pull up his full list here. I mean, boy, Dunaway's
0: no, no. about I to go now. Would fine. this be a
2: Thursday? Or
0: are you going to do this on a right. Friday? it. <laughs> Would this be early in the morning or just one of those late night endeavors? The I'm going to need to know
2: a Thursday morning. Uh, yeah.
0: Now, yeah. for me, is is absolutely going to have to be a, a, a battle royale between the thing and Big Trouble and Little China, oh, and yeah. I don't know how I could make that. decision. The thing decision.
3: is awesome. I'm gonna. Oh. I don't know how I could yeah. make that decision. Oh God, how come we
2: haven't watched Tequila Sunrise for film sack? <sniffs> What's in that? What's the deal there? What do they do? That's there? Uh, He's a cop. Never Mel Gibson's that. a drug lord or drug uh, drug dealer, yeah. and Michelle Fife is
0: uh, torn between the two. A- <laughs> Wow. You just sound like you introduced it, the trailer. Right, from he's a cop on the
2: edge. He's a cop <laughs> Bill on the edge. Gibson plays a drug dealer with a heart of gold. Michelle Pfeiffer can't decide. Watch what happens.
1: Let's
3: see. Uh, Kurt I've never, Russell. I've never
1: seen Tequila Sunrise, but it has JT Walsh in it, so I'm in. I, yeah. I actually actually stated a film sack rule years ago, which is if a movie has JT Walsh in it, we should watch it.
2: It's it's as good. It's as good as it as uh, you'd expect it, it, it? it to be. Yeah. Oh, can we do?
4: <laughs>
3: can we at some point, if it just shows up someplace, can we do three thousand miles to Graceland? It's, oh, sure. It's him and I Costner haven't... and Courtney Cox, yeah. and it's this. I never watched that. that. I know that... it's one I always wanted to, though. Yeah, it's always in, it's in my head. It, it is on our must-see list. It's like I'm a Tarantino esque kind of thing. Lots of Vegas stuff, but it's in Graceland, so it's more. But they're in Vegas a bunch. Currently not streaming on anything. <laughs>
2: I know you're trying to hook me with that. They're in Vegas a bunch. They're in Vegas a bunch in Mars Attacks, too, and that's on our list, and, we haven't,
3: and it's streaming now, and we haven't jumped on it. Thomas Hayden Church, Ice T's in this thing, Christian Slater, oh, David God. Arquette, John Lovett, Howie Long. Come on now. Come on come 3, on 3,000 3, miles to come great.
4: on and it's supposed to be
3: kind of terrible it's a little bit of like hey we want to make a movie that's sort of like Pulp Fiction it's kind of like that I kind of want to see it all right anyway
2: mm-hmm. oh Tequila Sunrise on uh, Mars or uh, HBO Mars Attacks it's on HBO
4: Max <laughs> <is awesome. laughs> oh yeah we
3: should mention that if you missed uh, watching it pre this show the uh, we watched Soldier on HBO Max and all I'm saying is Graceland's on there <laughs>
4: No. I'm just saying. I didn't think it was. Oh, I thought you just said it was. Graceland?
2: No. No. uh, Both Mars Attacks and Tequila Sunrise. Oh, Mars Attacks and
3: Tequila Sunrise. Tequila? Tequila. I couldn't get the word tequila out of my mouth. You really are a drinker, are you? I'm not. I promise. I'm not drinking. Scrutiny. I got some scrutiny. Hey, a false press statement was released saying Kurt Russell broke his ankle during a stunt in the film. When in fact, I thought that was true. It says when in fact he tripped over an ornamental cabbage during a break. An ornamental cabbage. Ornamental
2: cabbage is such a
3: Monty Python. Yeah. Well, he should have eaten it. Yeah.
2: He stepped on a, an ornamental
3: cabbage. <laughs> spam yeah no it's, i'm telling you right now i don't believe it that's why it's scrutiny this week i just don't st-
0: what is an ornamental cabbage what do you it's during the during the yeah, during the christmas things. well it's during the christmas scene oh. when santa when santa's flipping out i mean you know you, you got your ornamental cabbage i mean what you do gonna, they have ornamental do? cabbage he said cabbage what what on the, uh,
3: he the said, metal trash tree he says <laughs> but the the statement is that he tripped over this ornamental cabbage during a break from filming so it wasn't even there So that's what I'm saying. I
0: like the idea that he's laying on the ground, writhing in pain, grabbing his ankle, complaining (laughs) about the ornamental cabbage.
2: Ornamental cabbage.
3: Wow. Uh, Clint Eastwood also, according to the trivia, loved the original script. Uh, He he worked with him, of course. On um, (laughs) he says he loved it so much he was going to direct it for a while, but then got busy, didn't do it. But man, just imagine Clint Eastwood directing Soldier for a minute. That's a now, very see, that different would movie. That
0: fantastic because really what this story is about uh, a man reacclimating to, you know, come, returning home, a hero returning home, essentially, even though it's not his home, but it's still that. Yeah. And then war following him. So, I mean, it's it's Rambo. It's a million other things we've seen. And so I think Clint Eastwood could have. It would have been great. It's a West. It's a
3: absolutely a Western. Everything about the story. Yeah. The West is changing. I'm a hard bitten cowboy who's killed a lot of men this town needs my help. I don't understand true love. Right. Who, who Who is this kid? And why do I feel compelled to teach him how to kill <laughs> Are There
0: are there two of these kids.
3: Yeah. I can swear there's two of these kids. Everything about only, this movie is that the only
1: thing he didn't do in that trope is he didn't go around training all of the people in the town. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To yes. He's like, fighter. he's like, I got this. Yeah. That would have been the, uh, the, the three Migos trope. What else? Uh,
0: Right. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Magnificent uh, Seven
2: kind of does that a little bit. Well, if yeah. he'd
1: gone and found that living on the outskirts of the town were other soldiers that had been dumped there, then it would have been oh. Magnificent Seven, right? Yeah. Oh,
0: that would have been right. cool. Yeah. I would have been into that because I like yeah. the other soldiers. I kept soldier waiting for that to happen. I kept waiting for a longer uprising of the previous soldiers, but they were so beat down, I suppose. It was just like, nah, that's
4: not happening. Yeah, they're like, you're not getting yeah, guns.
3: Not- oh, shit. And then they just were sad, you know? Yeah, yeah. not
2: Magnificent mm-hmm. Seven. Were- Ooh, what's a, there was another movie in that same ilk with the. uh the main character. Number one, Shane. It teaches, uh, well, I, <laughs> yeah, well, we mentioned Shane. I'm not going to fall for that red arrow. Uh, I tried to, you, tried to get you. I tried to get you. But he teaches the town folk how to defend themselves against a uh, an oncoming threat. And I think, it, I thought it was a Western. Is
3: it just one dude? Sing, single yeah. cowboy? Okay. Single white cowboy. That's a great movie. Single, single white, white cowboy. Yes, <laughs> Bridget Fonda cowboy. as the single white cowboy. Oh my gosh, I want to know what this is. It's not. Is it a modern one you're thinking? Oh, you know what it's like. It's it is a lot like uh, Silverados like this. Maybe that's it. But and that's a but that's a group of them. And it's I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. more magnificent seven. Yeah. But Silverado is all about going back and getting Brian Dennehy out of the sheriff chair because he's a dick and he treats everyone like shit. Man, that movie's great. Oh, Silverado. Speaking of Monty Python, John Cleese is in that thing. It's the weirdest cameo ever. Oh yeah, right. He plays uh, uh, training Jaros the stickin- peaceful villagers. That's the that is the TV
2: trope uh, for this and you're thinking of that episode back.
3: of the mandalorian remember that one they did that <laughs> yes right i'm <no> kidding <laughs> okay so seven
2: swords uh magnificent seven but that is a group that teaches the uh right um uh galaxy quest army of darkness maybe that's what i'm thinking of i don't know
3: oh it could be army of, None darkness of these is- are very much that, yeah but look how yeah. oh, look how used it is though, it's so common. Oh, it's so used, yeah, and also just the like I would even say it's a little different scale, but I would say that true grit is this because true grit yeah. is taking this burnout old bounty hunter cowboy, especially the the Cohen brothers one, and convincing him he needs to do the right thing again and, and help somebody. It may not be a whole village, but you know it's that same idea. It's like, ah, how do you get a drunk old turd to be good again? And in a soldier's yeah. case, it's like, how do you get a soldier who's no longer a Gristle, soldier man. and has like been, been retired forcibly to, to see his potential and see these people yeah. need his help. And, you know, I,
1: I really don't want to bring up these movies every episode of film sack, but I guess we're doing hot action movie summers. So we have to, uh, it's kind of like Rambo. Yeah. It's kind of like Rambo. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, yeah. Right. One man against an army. Definitely. That, that, Oh yeah. Um, that aspect. And there probably is a Rambo movie where he, uh, marionettes the, the bad guys into shooting each other. guns. I Every time when they approach. Yeah. The only problems. problem with
3: that is he waited too long to set the bomb off. Cause they were all starting yeah. to scramble by the time he did it. And it pissed me off. Cause right. I thought some of those guys are going to survive that. But yeah, like it, it's, it's Rambo is a really great comparison to him sinking down into the water. Hims, uh, convincing the dude to get close to him and then knifes him in the head and then slinks back into the darkness. All the stealth kills like that is very mm. that's very Rambo. Anyway, uh one my favorite trivia, you ready? Here we go. Yes. Todd's unit statistics
0: are Look d- at Todd's unit.
3: <laughs> they are they are dungeon and dragons ability scores. All <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Yes. He's got strength, Dex, int uh int, which is you know your your uh intelligence. Wisdom and and uh, and decks. It also shows stats for his damage, his hit points, his language, and his loyalty. (laughs) Even RSR, which stands for resurrection. That's crazy. I love it. Nerds, nerds. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It was. This was a uh, an opportunity for Paul and OWS. P X I J <laughs> Anderson to, yeah. uh, to insert as many references to other films that he could, that he could. That's why it's almost, you know, the, the whole Blade Runner connection that we brought up earlier,
4: mm-hmm.
2: it almost feels like, okay, well then you could also say there's a escape from New York connection and a, a wrath of Khan connection and, and, you know, an executive decision connection. Do you ever like think, that.
3: do you ever think the two Paul Andersons hang out? Like the good one, and then this one.
4: <laughs>
3: are, there, are there only two? Yeah, as far as I know, the. I mean, as far yeah. as you know, it'd be like well, only two directors, but yeah, there are probably more. It'd be like a guy named Steven K. Spielberg versus Steven Spielberg, and then you know, one's the true classic master, and the other one just sort of makes mediocre films. I just wonder if if these two Paul Andersons ever had lunch, or you know, think they ever hang out, there, or like. There each other? is
1: there is a prominent actor named Paul Anderson, and that is why. They include the middles for Paul Thomas Anderson and Paul W. S. Anderson. The actor gets to be called Paul Anderson.
3: I wonder when that happened because this movie was credited as Paul Anderson without any of the change. So it must oh, be really? later. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you think? Do you think uh, J.R. Tolkien hangs out with his old buddy John Tolkien? Yeah.
3: His old buddy. <laughs> his old pal. <laughs> oh who knows
1: yeah yeah what a, what it must have struck him at, that he had a common name when he decided to put a bunch of letters to in do, do world, all the, right uh, extra middle initials yeah mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: uh i wrote listen to these horrible notes it must have been late when i was watching this todd is such a dumb name for this guy i'd watch the adventures of trash planet lady <laughs> is wonder woman's mom Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy Pig played by Michael Chiklis. By the way, that is his character's name, Jimmy Pig. Jimmy Pig. Is it Jimmy which, Pig? Like, yeah. Like, did he have the name or the
2: face mask with the pig nose, the <laughs> snout on it first? Right. <laughs> I don't did he know, just but, roll into it? Or uh,
3: This is definitely Michael Chiklis from, and it, I guess it would have, 98 was the last year Seinfeld was on, so this would have been Michael Chiklis right around the time he did his Seinfeld cameo, which is a weird episode where he gets all... Creepy and wants to hang out at Jerry's house Mm. and like breaks in there while no one's there. Do you guys remember this one? It's a weird episode of Seinfeld. Mm. Michael Mm. Chickless just invites himself into Jerry's life. Right. And lives in his apartment while he's gone. Is
0: that where that like he owes him because they like had to like, they went to a party or something? Yeah. And so he owed him a favor? Yes.
3: And I know, here's what
0: I know somebody, mm, I better not say this out loud call
3: I know someone in the community that reminds me of this I'll, I'll just say that all right there I'm not gonna say <laughs> names no names
0: <laughs> hey do Their you have a game rhymes with
3: Ibit? yeah right. <laughs> 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 no negative
2: do you have a uh, what gross Scott out the most
3: I do right here
2: gross uh do, do, was it yeah was it Jason Scott Lee having to actually put his own real-life mouth on Kurt mm-hmm. Russell's arm
3: uh you know what that's a good one i think what made that less less of a problem is because it was raining and I, for some reason that makes it less problematic
2: oh well, it was when they were on the ropes he did it or on the yeah. chains i mean yeah oh. i
1: mean that was a that was a
2: that was oh,
1: a weird shot In my of
3: yeah.
2: the
1: mouth on the arm <clears throat> okay yep. and you
3: know
2: and, what uh like a like a ferbert he used t- uh, like a raspberry he used tongue yeah
3: he just went <laughs>
2: uh
3: i'm gonna s- <laughs> I'm going to say that that is I I had I considered it Honorable further. I, yeah. It's
0: a strong one.
3: So it's right up there. I
0: mean the 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 obvious one of course is the blood licking when the carrot.
3: Yeah, blood I wrote blood carrots. You're correct. Yeah. Oh, blood, blood, blood carrots. carrots sure. I, mean, I know that's fake, you know, like all that, but there's something gross about blood mingling with your food. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a well, a, a concept. And does
1: like. like I know what what they were trying to portray there but it didn't come through mm. like is he a super soldier who knows how to use a knife or not right like they're trying to convince me that for the first time in his life he's getting an erection and doesn't know <laughs> what, what's happening yeah.
0: and the seriously wires like, he's a, he's still a computer and he's it's like feelings can't touch can't with it
1: yeah, it's so distracting <laughs> that he forgets how to use a knife. Like I I am sorry, it's
0: just like suddenly I've seen nipples but not in this form. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Only man nipples from my fellow soldiers. <laughs> yeah, no, I Randy's right. It's it's a little far flung that he couldn't even forget how to cut the damn carrots. <laughs> the but then he doesn't feel well, any if the, pain. If the carrot would have been
2: coming at him. Mm-hmm. He would have been fine with the knife and cut it just perfectly. But yeah.
3: Right, right. Yeah. But you know
2: his enemies don't come on cutting boards.
3: Good call, though. Uh, by yeah, the his way, enemies don't come on cutting boards. Just prior to that, there was a montage, oh, okay. and we haven't had a montage in a while. Oh yeah, and I have the, a question the, about that montage because there was a song during that montage, and all I could think of was like, I got to ask Ibit if he knows who that is because yeah. I remember that song being kind of big. Um, um, do you know it? I didn't record
0: it because I I didn't, I think didn't about
2: write it. anything down, so I must not have even caught it.
0: And it was um, odd because it was like it, you've been you've had this one type of. Music and mood all the way through, and all of a sudden, you get this weird love montage. Here it it's, is: Oh, Ride
1: Across I mean? the Caucasus night, night Ride Across the
0: Caucasus,
3: Caucasus but by Lorena McKenna. Lorena. <laughs> Lorena. <laughs> you know, yeah, Lorena, Ma- <laughs> Lorena McKenna, right? Uh, oh,
2: Lorena McKenna. Okay, I like that Celtic,
3: song. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's what it is. It's some, she's the
3: Celtic lady song lady. Yeah, she, she's the other Enya, basically.
4: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she's
3: Enya. Yeah, Enya. <laughs> okay, now I got it. She did a lot of there. Her movies are a lot of things, Highlander stuff and um, other things. But I loved that song. I just got a little. I got a little uh, nostalgic for the nineties. The,
1: right then. the credits uh, claim that "Immigrant Song" by uh, Led Zeppelin is in this movie. Uh. And-
3: I, I captured I, it. I got where it happened. What,
2: oh, really? Okay, because that's the one I was listening for. That one I did see in the trivia, and I was like, that's the one I thought you were going to be asking about. I'm like, okay, he's not because he's asking if this was kind of a big song. Yeah, I found it. Does it. They,
3: they they had to do <laughs> the credit for it, but it's 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 not even it. I don't even know why it's there. I'll, I'll play I it just, when we get there. But
1: I just, I'm so, so, so glad that it wasn't used the way Immigrant Song has been used in – a million movies and and video game trailers over the last twenty years. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. thank you, movie, for just using a little bit of this
3: one song and not making Man. it into a big set piece.
2: Nowhere, nowhere better than in Thor
3: Ragnarok. I agree. I'm it's Ragnarok. now right? Thor's song, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. It's Thor's. It's Thor's day, and it's Thor's song. It's yours, buddy. You keep it. Mm-hmm. You've uh, it. Him coming down with the blue eyes and the electric stuff and all. Ah. Yeah. What oh i can just hear it it's
1: also a uh it's also for me it will always be a commercial for destiny the first destiny video game
3: oh yeah i forgot about that that that's like when i hear that song mad world all i think of is Mm, gears of war one the the ad campaign they had and it was Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. how's that song go uh
2: all around
4: me are familiar places <laughs>
3: and it was like i'm, I'm assuming you're talking about
0: the fears yeah that's the
3: song right that's the song yeah. and it's got um uh marcus phoenix walking around looking all sad in the gears of war world and i just that's indelibly connected now that's all i can think of so if you play that in your movie or something like not, if i go donnie see, darko did it better yeah if i see donnie yeah, darko of, uh, i can't I, it's hard for me to think straight because i see it in donnie darko and go uh, gears of war gears of war uh! <laughs> it's weird our brains do that yeah uh all right what else here oh trench coats boy they were big in the 98 99 era weren't they mm-hmm. love yep. those everybody was into those
2: that's a good way to make your make your uh commanding officers look like nazis but not really <laughs> truly nazis yeah
3: yeah little jack booted a little bit of <laughs> you I know heard whatever. But also I remember it was just a time where kids thought that was cool. Like didn't the, and it was, it had a bad connection with like the Columbine shootings, all those, those kids wore Mm -hmm. those stupid things. And then the matrix was criticized for having, you know, glorified, you know, violence with people wearing these things. So kids were wearing them or whatever. I just remember a Mm -hmm. lot of talk about trench coats back in the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is, this all spawns from Westerns and rebellion. And I mean, yeah, of course of course it represents you know, people doing stupid things like
3: i that. was happy to see it be brought back into like a, a, a cool comic booky kind of way and less about mm-hmm. dirty guys in the park showing their wieners you know what i mean because trench coats for <laughs> a long Herbers time
2: took our trench coats from us we're
3: taking them back <laughs> <laughs> but they were for so long that's what you thought of as pervert in the park and not yes, not anything absolutely.
0: else no anyway. uh, there was a great film yeah. pervert in the park. pervert
3: in the park, park. <laughs> <laughs> they also use that slow motion. I hate. Uh, oh, they did it several um, times. I yeah, hate it. hate it, hate it. That. Well, they I, did.
2: They did one where uh, Pertwee is like looking at uh, Kurt Russell while they're eating. But I think yeah, it was yeah. because they needed some footage. <laughs> they and didn't they, have enough. <laughs> they didn't have enough, and they slowed down mm-hmm. uh, Sean Pertwee looking at Kurt Russell because then it freeze frames on the last frame, and then cuts to another scene. Really, that's really, yeah. that's really poorly done. Yeah.
1: Never, never good. I want to unpack the phrase "that slow motion that I hate" yeah. because I also what would like to believe in that slow motion that I love, and mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I know what that is. I am certain that I know what that is.
3: You know exactly it's, what I'm talking about. We Speed Two yeah. had it, and we hated. I hated yeah. it there too. It's awesome. yeah,
1: but that that slow motion that I love is like badass action Mm -hmm. and you slow it down so i can see
0: it more so i get Mm -hmm. a better So i can savor it yeah yeah Yeah. good yeah exactly this is like (laughs) a this is like this is like a a prop cabbage Mm -hmm. so good so basically
3: out the most so basically what i what i got hooked on from like early john woo movies even his hong kong stuff was was bullet time that's what everybody started to call Mm -hmm. it and then Mm -hmm. matrix used it and bullet time I'm into that kind of slow motion not a problem slow it
0: way down smooth mm-hmm. silky buttery this thing where it, because you really can't see a bullet I mean you have to slow it down right well, I mean, sure
3: but this thing you slow you you just create less frames and uh by the way I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy but Peter Jackson used it too and I hated it there yeah, also yeah, yeah. Did. just hate it don't know why I hate it but I hate it just really annoys me.
2: It's it's a matter of knowing that you're gonna use this shot for slow motion later and, and recording more frames of it as opposed to saying, Oh, well, we've got it at thirty frames per second, so it's gonna
3: be a little bit of a slideshow. Yeah, that's how it feels anyway, unless they're doing something else. That's that's exactly how I feel. And so because that's how I feel mm-hmm. about it, it feels cheap and and, and 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 like they're trying to goad me into feeling a certain way. I hate that. It's every like just,
1: every hero's highlight intros in Overwatch has slow motion. It's like, it's like expected, right? Like, yeah. uh, oh, I'm going to see a highlight of Ash. She's, oh, look, she's shooting her gun. She's shooting an apple off of Bob's head. Like you get to go through all of the, those thoughts because it goes really slow. Yeah, and then it goes,
3: and, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's like, that, that, that's really cool use of slow motion in my Agreed. opinion. Like it gives you a chance to have a lot more thoughts than you would otherwise. A guy sitting across a dinner table who gets slowed down is the opposite. Mm. It, makes, it makes you go, is there something wrong right now? Is something broken?
0: Is yeah. somebody taking drugs? You're tasting,
3: oh, I, I taste metal and my, I smell toast. Like, what's going on in this room? Uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan. And I don't like, I don't know why they do it. So stop doing it. You don't see it very much anymore, honestly. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I think, I think people have come, you know, they've come on board. It's a little bit like, um, well, I actually don't hate this, but you know, that effect that was first, I think Jaws may have done it first where, he suddenly realizes the shark's back and the camera zooms toward him, but the uh, background yeah. zooms away and they did it with like yeah. a dolly effect and, and all that. Yeah. I used to think that was the coolest thing, but then everybody started to do it. Uh, or, or like wipes, the way Star Wars did him. Suddenly, mm-hmm. everybody was doing Star you Wars. Know, you, you know who
1: yeah. ruined the pullback zoom-in effect? Oliver Stone. Uh, like uh, Seriously, yeah. Oliver Stone should be should be
3: re- re- tried at The hague <laughs> I don't know why I wanted my brain said tried at The Hague for some reason, like take it's him to reprimanded. yeah just not yeah <laughs> he doesn't actually need to be held in the world's highest court for for Crimes against humanity. Randy's right. Just reprimanded. (laughs) Just slept on the wrist. Yeah, that might be enough. Yeah, it might be (laughs) enough. All right. I could not find one of these. Grab a bucket. No chicks in the bucket that I could tell. Which is, I guess, a compliment. I don't. I don't actually know. I guess the chick in the bucket is they imply because he's so attracted to the wife that when the husband dies and his relationship with the kid is burgeoning, then he'll probably step in and become stepdad slash new husband husband partner guy.
2: Yeah, but I'm glad they didn't show that happening during the movie because that would have felt a little too soon. Like, oh, hey. Uh, hey, hey baby. Hey, baby. Now that your husband's dead, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to love here.
3: Yeah. And or even, way, even uh, worse if she was that way, you know? Like, yeah. I, I just Randy. looked it up.
1: Um The camera zooming in while it's physically moved away is called yeah. the vertigo effect because mm-hmm. it was first used by Hitchcock for Vertigo.
3: Oh, mm-hmm,
0: sure. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. I always thought the Jaws one was It's the first. a great effect. Yeah. Uh-uh. It is, but it again, don't use it too much is all I'm saying. Well, of course not, because
0: yeah. then you would like you have Vertigo.
3: Yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, here's a question that is a trope, so I'll play it. <laughs> Even the toughest among us, when they are exposed and brought low and they're now defenseless, pee themselves. So, here's my question. <laughs> Do people... If they're really freaked out, let's say, you know, your life is on the line. And I'm asking this from a scientific point of view. Do people really pee? Yeah. I've been pretty scared a few times in my life. I've never peed. You've got to pee anyway, though. Like if you're
2: already like, oh, man, I need to stop at the bathroom, but I'll I'll open this door. Ah, you know, (laughs) if you're you're already having to pee, then I think you pee yourself. But I think uh, I think if you don't. If right. you're not already kind of on the precipice of peeing, yeah, right, it's not it's not going to be enough. So
3: there needs to be some sort of continence issue, or you've got you've got to really be overwhelmingly full bladder, and you put it off too long, or you're part poodle, or you're part. poodle. <laughs> ah, see, that's true. My dog, see, Rainer, pees when strangers come <laughs> over. Just-
1: yeah, I when I was uh, uh in the Boy Scouts, I remember a younger kid who got really really scared over something and wet his pants, and like that
3: just. So that's but a thing. It, it really happens. does happen. Yeah, yeah, it really, okay. it really happens. Okay. All right. I mean, no judgment here. I just i i had just never. You see it in movies all the time, and it's always some adult, so it's super emasculating, and you know puts them in a, you know makes them seem like, oh boy, look how far they've fallen. They've peed themselves or mm-hmm. whatever. Um. So when they use the in a movie, it just feels very flippant and and too easy to do. And I just thought, well, in real life, if I ever known anybody. Except my mom laughed really hard. Once she laughed so hard, she ended up having to. She ended well, peeing, and so.
2: see, that's that's a whole different thing. Like you, you know, you laugh. Laughing probably relaxes those. Like, oh, I got to pee, but I can't. I'm not going to do it right now because I'm not in a bathroom. Yeah. relaxes those uh, those clench muscles and that's it
3: all. <laughs> well, you know. I assume we're all doing Kegels right now every time we do film set. Right, right,
0: right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. doing okay. them right now. Yeah, muscles are a hell of a thing.
3: Yeah, they are. Yeah, I like I like a good sphincter muscle.
2: <laughs> I tell you my those muscles have gone well the 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 clench and not pee uh, muscles have gone to work out since I turned fifty one.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you got those sweet new pills that uh, keep keep the river running. <laughs> the pills, the FlowMax. Yeah, sure. the I was oh, going to yeah, ask you right. about that, but I'm glad you brought it up on the air for thousands of people to hear. <laughs>
2: that's right, going great. The FlowMax yeah. is. Uh,
3: that's awesome. The spice must flow. Yeah, yeah. It's spice, <laughs> spicy pee must flow. <laughs> Also, drink more water, uh, Lucius Malfoy. Your pee was way too yellow. You got a vitamin B complex problem. Yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah yeah. 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 Water that down. All right. I have clips. Do you guys want to hear clips?
0: Oh, yes. I'm surprised you okay. have any.
3: Uh, I know. It's not a ton, but there's some good ones in here, and a lot of it sounds and stuff, and you never know. Uh, But here's... I like the up the chain guy, so I'm going to play him first.
4: Soldier! Up the chain! Up the chain!
3: <laughs> I'm going to start saying that to people just out of context. <laughs> I'm take this up the chain and see... Uh. Let's see if I can get you approval. Yeah, there you go. That's you a go right it, up the chain. That's a real phrase, isn't it? Yeah. yeah up, like up going yeah, up the sure. chain of command. Right. Yeah. That's right. I guess I never heard it in real life, only in a TV show or movie. No right. one's ever said to me, I'll take this up the chain and let you know or whatever. Yeah. I think maybe somebody said, I'll t- be back. I'll go to. <laughs> 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 what what
2: happened? So go run through. this by the powers that be. Yes, that
3: I've heard. Yeah, I've heard, I'll run this by the powers that be. <laughs> oh, I hate I hate corporate talk so much. Yeah. All right. What good? Oh, here's this.
4: What good is this man now?
3: He's got no death perception. All he can do is walk point and take the first hit. Well, apparently he can also drive the big tank around for the whole last half of the film. Right. He's okay. Right.
0: And I kept waiting for that no death perception to be his death. Yeah, right. Like, Surely it's gonna play into <laughs> something.
2: Oh no, I thought that knife was over there. It's right. In- oh,
3: I missed it. Draps. <laughs> it it looks so much closer. Maybe no, maybe that During was the idea. Eye. That was it. He had he he made him look down at the knife, which means the other eye is not peripheral.
0: Oh, that's that. a good that's a good point. So it's peripheral yeah. vision. Now see, they should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. See who have no peripheral vision now. Yeah. That that's not death perception, though, is it? I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mustache Malfoy. Wrong again
3: all right here's uh what did i write i don't remember this music being so cheesy oh yeah yeah so here's just a taste of the music i think the soundtrack did the movie no favors i think it was too adventure of the week tv sounding and it needed to be weird and ethereal and spacey and it wasn't so anyway here it is I mean, what is this freaking like some old 40s I I like it I don't I wish I did I like it I wish it I mean it works for like it felt like you know something of the Sierra Madre kind of like 1949 definitely feels old it does not feel again like late 90s music score and that guy did. I got him right here. Let's see. His Welcome name. to the
2: next episode of. I got him
0: right
3: here. What do you got him tied up? He's. Uh, no, I mean, I have his. I have his list, and he's. He's known for some decent projects like Air Force One, The Avengers, the TV, the British thing, not the mm-hmm. Avengers. Avengers. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Orville does all. The, uh, does all the music for the Orville. Which oh well, it's kind of perfect for that. That mm-hmm. kind of.
2: Uh, yeah. On the on the border of cheese yeah it fits like we want
3: this to sound right we want this to sound like the mid 80s tons of tons of Disney stuff like Fox and the Hound 2 and direct video like Cinderella 3 and things like that so anyway ooh Dark Angel remember Dark Angel he did that oh yeah that was a show anyway uh, let's see what we got here oh the belly blast there's that sound it's
0: great <laughs> I'm gonna keep that for
2: remember no tongue <laughs> yeah no tongue on that
0: that look on his face when, when he's busted for doing <laughs> yes, that. I'm like
3: caught doing <laughs> the video, <radio>, Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like the look. Yeah,
3: he's like, wait a minute. Oh, hi. <laughs> what have I done? Um, all right. Remember how you got here? I don't see how you cannot remember how you got here. Okay, geez, Louise. That
1: was like the first thing. Like uh, the first thing. Like he's supposed to be giving us context for the, you know, what, what we haven't seen, right? Mm-hmm. Like Apparently he was interrogated and doesn't remember how he got there. Uh, But like, I don't know. It just felt so mad and accusatory. Mm -hmm. Uh I I don't know. I just like, it made me not like the people on this planet.
3: Well, the guy with the lamb chop burns again, all of that was in like an SG one TNG episode where they found a planet full of villagers and they, there's always one guy that's like, I think this data robot doesn't actually have our best interests at heart, you know, that whole
2: Fake thing. news! Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get
3: eradicated by the aliens! They're not blowing up our planet, he's just saying this to get your you to... You know, like, that stuff is so rote, and it doesn't feel like movie material, it feels like TV. Syndicated yeah. TV drama is what that was. Mm-hmm. All right, and I you-
2: thought that guy looked familiar, but I didn't recognize, like, I went and looked at his IMDB credits
3: and... Was it his, his sexy sideburns? Was that it?
2: <laughs> his lamb, that's right. His lamb chops actually do have quite a quite an acting career. Oh, but yeah. Himself,
3: no. They have their own trailer like that guy's earlobes. All right. Here's Michael Chiklis. Well, come on,
1: Slade. Will you let the man eat?
3: No, right. Let the man eat, Slade. Uh, they v- said, let him eat. Here are... Oh, we get to finally hear him speak. Here are two of the things. So this is about... <laughs> Three hundred thousand dollars worth of words. I'm sorry, six hundred grand worth of words right here. Here you go. Fear and discipline. Man. If he was paying by the <laughs> even if I broke it down by syllable, it would still be ridiculous amounts of
2: Yeah, money. but if he was doing voiceover work, that'd be that'd be oh applicable. But he's doing so much more acting with his face. That's true more than
3: with his words. That's true. <laughs> and we all I mean, we all are big
0: fans, right? We all like Kurt Russell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's hard not to like Kurt Russell. Yeah. I liked him in that Guardian sequel. I'm sure somebody else sent an email saying, well, let me tell you all the crap you use. I'm like, oh, I could go
3: from, you know, he's at that age now where he's going to start being in those movies where it's about old guys doing old guy things. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. uh, The one Clint Eastwood did with like.
2: Bucket list or. uh, Yeah. Grandpa's in space, whatever that one. (laughs) That one.
3: (laughs) Grandpa's in space. (laughs) I couldn't think of the name of it. It's called space something. But, space but truckers, cowboys.
2: space, cowboys. Yeah. space Ooh, cowboys, space truckers.
3: But I like really like <laughs> grandpas in space. But you know, but, but that's, that's where they're headed, right? We're gonna get some yeah. movie like that, and that'll be fun. Well, I'll look forward to it. All right, we voted wrong. Okay, now this is not commentary on our current political situation, but I'm gonna play this clip anyway. Okay, here you go.
1: We all voted, we voted wrong.
3: All right, I'm just saying it's just there. I just didn't want to get uh-huh. any emails, people assuming I'm making a statement there. That's just them talking what? about voting. How, how
2: dare you play that clip? Uh, I'm triggered.
3: I'm triggered now. Trigord. All right. Uh, anyone need a help partner? What? Do you
4: need any help partner?
3: Oh, do you need any help partner? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. All right. Uh, Jason Isaacs is a British man, and he forgot to stick with his American accent for just a second, and I captured it. Okay? So here it is.
0: We're obviously up against a significant military presence here.
3: He blew it right there. Because remember, he's normally, he's normally this. What good
4: is this man now?
3: See, he's normally that. Mm-hmm. He went full. are obviously up against a significant military presence here. Hello, Mr. Potter. You know? Oops.
2: Significant military presence. Yes. Yes. Shall I take that one again? I can do it better.
3: <laughs> no, Jason. No. No, then? You're okay. not the only Jason here, damn it. Let Jason Scott Lee have a moment. Uh, let's gonna kill them okay, kill kill them all. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Okay. All right. I like that he called everyone, sir, including any lady sure. he saw oh, any...
2: it, and repeatedly, like, yes, sir, da da da, sir, and I'm not gonna do that, sir. And yeah. <laughs> da, 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 sir. <laughs> I would like cheese on my burger, sir.
3: Da da da, sir, is the best line. He did. Yeah. Da da da, sir. Uh, <laughs> death by snake sound. So this is what it sounds like when you get killed by a snake. <laughs>
0: right, that's that. So did those come in on like the some trash or something? I mean not not, snakes. Not indigenous. I mean because green would be a bad choice.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. Snakes snakes are the generally the color of their environment. These don't belong. They came in so they clearly eat trash. Why are they so poisonous? They don't need to poison the trash that they eat.
3: They were wow, sure. they were
0: poorly thought out those snakes. Yeah, yeah, should have been something but, else. But that kid or one of the kids, one of the twins, that's what creeped me out the most. Oh, were they twins? That kid, that kid was hovering over his out parents. Out yeah, well, he was hovering over his parents. Oh, right, He so had to long. have been there first. Yeah, it was yeah. It's like, oh, I was just watching you sleep. Nothing, nothing to be concerned about here, father. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid creeped me out. I didn't like the kid. <laughs> And he always looked like he had that voice of that guy
3: on King of the Hill, the kid in school that would always go, your mom is stupid.
0: Your mom is stupid.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so even though he never said anything, he just always yeah. had that look on his face. Old cut Skywalker. Yep. There you go. Looking for power converters. Okay. Here's the thing. This is uh this is where they snuck Zeppelin in. Okay. So here's where you would have heard it.
2: Oh, good. Okay.
3: And it was when he was shooting a bunch of guns. So there's a lot of other sound going on. I would, I would compare this to like, uh, uh, wilhelm scream style insertion it's just really mm-hmm. subtle i don't know why you'd even do it but here it is <laughs> you hear that,
2: was that wow. in there? how did i miss that I, like, didn't I was hear it listening at all. for
3: it and i completely missed it that it was weird i i heard it and had to back up and make sure i heard it wow and then i, I, I went oh this I is what they're talking about what a weird like, thing to license the like song the f-
2: for The catering truck had that on their radio and they forgot to edit it out or
3: something. (laughs) Yeah. Three blocks away. It's not even loud. It's like this quiet little thing. Anyway. Can we talk about
1: the guns, though? Sure. Because the guns (laughs) in this movie are exquisite. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was so impressed. Like, (laughs) even even, like I say, the worst (laughs) scene of the movie, which was the Battle of the Argentine Moons. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like that's terrible. But Kurt Russell is carrying two fronky submachine guns Mm. and they're like really shiny. Like they, they went and they went and shined them up and Mm. it's just beautiful. Like the guns in this, because there's guns in this movie that are super old, like, like 80 year old rifles. And then there's also guns in this movie that are just so freaking cool.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. It was.
0: uh, Yeah. I didn't know what to think about the guns. I was so distracted. It was hard to focus on the
3: gun. I thought the guns looked cool, and I like the big ordnance the soldier people were using and stuff like that, and I thought it it, sounded good. Like I can't say that about a lot of movies in the 90s, and so that was nice. Mm
1: -hmm. There's a gun he loads up called a Rocky Mountain Arms Pistol Patriot. Oh, weird. It's it's the one with the the two uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, uh, Shoot, what are those called? Uh, Carbine magazines? Oh, right. You know, the round... Mm-hmm. the round barrel shaped things mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, like a
3: world war two looking gun right
1: oh my gosh it's just so freaking cool yeah. like yeah. uh they, like someone really took their time they walked around uh like a gun museum and picked the
0: the guns for this movie this was not random this was very carefully thought so, out yeah. i i, I try not to look it up because i i didn't i wasn't really too compelled but uh, I'm sure you've probably had this discussion or most people probably have thought about it. Do projectile weapons, are they even effective at all on uh, zero gravity planets? Because it seems like that would be. Oh, Ooh. when they
3: were doing the, I think those were moons though. So they were low gravity,
0: right? Yeah. Well, the way they were moving and bounced around, it was definitely low gravity. The gravity was definitely not earth gravity. And I was curious about, I imagine they go
2: they go better because there's no friction to slow the bullets down. They probably right. go further yeah. and straighter and, oh, right. and are less yeah. affected by other conditions. But, but right. you
1: do have to brace the, the whole unit, right? So like you have to be holding it steady or mm. or the gun itself goes backwards more. You know, like Oh yeah. Why shower.
3: wouldn't it just launch you back too? Like right. you, the, right. the kick Oh from right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But I mean if it's zero gravity, that's that that would happen. Low gravity though? Eh, probably like like Brian says the bullets would have less resistance they'd still follow the curvature of whatever the gravity pull is of a moon
2: mm-hmm. as much gravity as there is probably yeah, yeah.
3: but eventually it would pull it down cuz there's there's some atmosphere it's just very thin yeah i don't know i'm not just, i mean I, I, we don't know but it's I an really interesting really
1: enjoyed that there was this mix of these relatively new and flashy looking guns and then like when Isaac Jason Isaac's kills Gary Busey He pulls out a a Colt
0: single-action army
3: gun.
1: I did
0: notice that. I was like, they didn't really show it. I mean, they just kind of showed him putting it back in the holster, right? It was very brief.
3: You know what's hilarious about all of this? We barely talked about Busey, and I think it's because he... Barely does He's anything. Barely in it. Yeah, yeah he
2: just yeah. in the corner playing with his booby cards. Yeah. cards.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't notice I, that I, until Dunaway
2: put, put that on my balls.
0: Yeah, I didn't know what he was yeah. doing at first.
2: You captured a great freeze frame from like it's
0: yeah. a, a woman yeah. playing violin with a nun hat on or something. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. Yeah, it was, it was definitely nudie cards. He was playing nudie cards with his. Yeah, but I what was he? Can exactly you explain
3: to me what be. he was doing? Because the, were the nudie cards the face side of the cards or the backs
0: yeah. of the cards? The, the face side. Otherwise,
3: yeah. yeah otherwise, oh. other, each
2: picture would have to be the same. He's playing solitaire, and
0: yeah, you oh, wouldn't want to the nudie your- pictures towards you in a deck like that, so you have something to do. You wouldn't want it facing the other guy; that would be distracting. Well, the That's
3: other guy correct. was a lady, and I kept thinking, why isn't yeah. she
0: annoyed by him and his porn cards?
3: You Cause know, he's he probably because he's scary <laughs> yeah <piecey. laughs>
0: Oh, look, nudie cars. Not surprised. It seems
2: like there's just so much else to be annoyed with that uh, that, that's probably low on the
3: list. Pulled out his Endercon system. That'd be pretty nice. Let's
2: see. I got to play the uh, housewife naked with a blender on top of the (laughs) naked car mechanic.
1: (laughs) 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 Gary Busey's voice has just, it's it's really like, it sounds like he has twice as many teeth as anybody else. (laughs) They're just large. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. twice
3: as much surface area. He's like a alien alien with the three sets of teeth in there. And he gave that to Jake. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh no Jake. Else, mm-hmm. Who else talks like that, by the way? What's that that whoosh? foghorn leghorn? <laughs> there okay. You go. All right. No, foghorn gotcha. leghorn goes I say, I say. He doesn't he doesn't do that. <laughs> That's yeah. true. He doesn't really have as much of the you're the doing this. You're like He's a much like... more hickey Vince Gilligan, is what you're doing. <laughs> 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 oh, Vince Gilligan hickeys. I love those. Yeah, they're the best, right? He's, he so, uses he's gentle, too. Very gentle. <laughs> Although, last time he gave me one. All right. Anyway, <laughs> here is a cool walking sound to finish this out.
0: Those are jackbooted thugs, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard, heard ibit does a good walking sound.
3: Does, oh, Christopher <laughs> walking sound? I get it. Oh, <laughs> Christopher walking sound.
0: There baby. you go. A, yeah.
2: <laughs> I see where you're going. Yeah.
1: I see
3: what you did there. Yes, um, I'm actually I'm actually glad
1: you didn't capture any of the punch sounds because people getting punched in this movie was just
3: overwhelming to me. It was painful. It was loud. To hear. yeah, yeah, very, very. I mean, there was
0: obviously a lot of foley, but it was very how
2: many watermelons had to suffer? <laughs> know,
3: right, thing. how much celery
0: stalks were broken? Yeah, decorative cabbage apparently. Yeah. <laughs> ornamental <laughs> cabbage
2: and ornamental cabbage. Yeah, uh, OC looks, as we call it in the business. Yeah, right, right, every right.
3: every proper foley artist knows that. Ornamental cabbage. What is it? Ornamental? Not ornament. Yeah, ornamental, ornamental cabbage. cabbage. That's the way yes. to go. Yeah. All yeah. right. Now this. It's the film sack checklist. Stay with Todd if you want to live. Check. Keep an eye out for Jason Scott Lee. Because <laughs> he didn't have his eye, so you will tell you to keep an eye. Oh out. yeah. Uh, Trench trench coats for everyone. Check. All right. Star Trek Connections. We got a few here. Jason Isaacs played Colonel Meekum in this. In Discovery, he played Captain Gabriel Lorca and was great, by the way. Yes, he was. Commanding officer of the USS Discovery. Elizabeth Dennehy was in this. Uh, This was Jimmy Mm -hmm. Pig's wife. In uh, TNG, played Commander Shelby in the third and fourth season episodes, The Best of Both Worlds and Mm -hmm. Best of Both Worlds Part 2. So some pretty solid stuff. I also had it in my head that Michael Chiklis was in an episode of TNG, but I don't know why.
2: No kidding. Hmm. It feels like, It feels like it would have been around the right time. I mean, he was doing guest spots and other things. So. Yeah.
3: There you go. Uh, I'd give the soundtrack grade an MFTV for Made for TV.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not where I thought you were going with the MFTV.
4: That's good.
0: And plus, I don't think it really need an explanation. I think MFTV would have probably just Yeah. Mother effing yeah. TV. There
3: you go. Mother effing <laughs> testicle virus. There you go. Got it. Uh, all right. Now it's time for the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in two hundred and nope, <laughs> eighty characters or less. Hasn't been that for a long time. Scott, what are you doing? Let's Five start years. this week with
1: Randy. Soldier, a 40 year old man who's never known the touch of a woman, takes a long ride on a garbage truck and finds himself in a place where the only woman in the world lives in the same house. And she makes him feel feelings that are so confusing. It's my autobiography.
3: Oh, I thought you were <laughs> going to say
1: just
0: like an house. So I was sure. It was uh, coming. That's what I was thinking. You yeah. Fooled us. Brian Dunaway. Soldier. My daddy was in maintenance and he used to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And something about nipples on a man. I don't know. He was really <laughs> hard to understand. He had a lot of teeth. By the way, that was a really <laughs> underwhelming thing for Busey to say. He's like, I yeah, did every this. Time, every thinking, time he would go with that, I was like, I was like waiting for some huge pearl of wisdom. Right. Yeah. And it was right. like, no,
3: everyone says if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that annoyed me. All right. Brian Ibbett, soldier,
2: Blade Runner Connection. We're soldiers. We're replicants, <laughs> oh, not replicants.
3: Oh. <laughs> Good job. Exactly. Uh, that makes me think of something I could draw, but I'm not going
0: uh, <laughs> to. I'm not going to. You're not getting it. I just don't have enough time.
3: That was awesome. Well done. All right. Alternate titles. These just handed to me. This was almost called Snake Pliskin versus Real Snakes. It's just too long. Uh, yeah. It's too long. <laughs> Sorry. See that coming? <laughs> uh, or, or Mad Kurt goes to Garbage Town. That's even dumber. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> who runs Garbage Town? Yeah. Who runs Garbage Town? Uh, that's even better. Why didn't I think of that? Damn it. I should have called Ibit. Ibit's, you're always on the wings. I should have just called and said, hey, give me a better alternate <laughs> title than the dumb one I have.
2: No, because it always plays off of yours. So it's like I can't, I uh, oh, wouldn't point. have come up with it had, had I not heard. Good point. This whole
3: show would have just spiraled out of control if we did it the other way. Uh, here's an email. We got an email from a listener. This is from Braden Shepherd, who wrote in and says this. He sent it to filmsack at gmail.com, by the way, which you are all encouraged to do. And also, just a side note, Filmsack has now taken over the t- other two reigning champions of the most email per week. Oh, and that oh, was really? the wow. instance and TMS both pull in about the same. Oh. This has uh as of this week has garnered more total emails than the other two. Not combined, Thanks. but uh it's <laughs> now the highest email getter of the network. And I just think that's rad, so that Good.
1: is awesome. Go,
3: yeah. go film sack re- Yeah, It's 90% corrections, but it's still right. really cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we <laughs> want to break it down, sure, but you know. Uh, Braden says this Salutations, my favorite pack of sackers. Just listen to the Running Scared episode and take issue with something Randy said. You ready, Randy? Here you go. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> uh, while I know it isn't the up. best movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is one of my favorite movies. I think it deserves a fair music. shake. And so I say, Sack it. I checked the site, and I don't believe it's been sacked already. Plus, it is on Hulu currently. Huzzah to my favorite League of Extraordinary Sackers. Love the show, and stay safe out there, Braden. Uh, what?
1: what was he you, taking issue with? The, you had said
3: you had said something like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen wasn't good at, or wasn't good enough to sack or something. I, I did
1: not. I absolutely did not. Say I don't that.
3: remember the words, but there was some talk. I now, he, promise you, I I did not say that. He may have gone. He may have taken it. Weird. But I
0: but regardless of whether uh Provide Ray us is,
2: with a is, time signature, move <laughs> along. Right. But
0: regardless, I agree. League of Extraordinary I, I love that movie. That is that is a uh that is something I always like. They got you don't a lot of grief. I do love that movie. You can't tell me I love and don't love. I Also, love uh, Sucker Punch, and I can love both of them. And you can't. No, see you can't love that. either of those films. It's, <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I love this idea. That's you can't like tell me what I love. You
3: must timestamp your grievance, or we're unable <laughs> to address it. <laughs> I just, I,
1: I'm, I'm certain because, like, I was I was waiting the whole email for him to take issue with something I said. Like, I, you know, yeah, maybe I've it was just all of it.
0: it. And it was just, you know,
2: I <laughs> take issue
1: that you brought up
2: League of Exor- Extraordinary Gentlemen, sir. I, I
1: actually I actually would like to sack that movie. I've, yeah. uh, I've only I think it's very part sacking. of it.
3: Mm-hmm. It's also Connery's last movie. You know, there's something. Oh, uh, wow. Really? Yeah. It's our ceremony. It'd be a ceremonial moment of like, hey, that's the one he retired on. I forgot about that. <sighs> yeah. Right. I know. It yeah. sucks for him. Yeah. So, quick do something else yeah so i'm uh, let me verify else. that that's true just want to make sure he was in some other stuff posthumous not posthumously but like re-releases like video game things and stuff but yeah there it is 2003 league of extraordinary gentlemen's last time he did a thing that was like a, a new gig everything major, else since then is wow. like documentaries or right. whatever yeah or yeah. voices taken from other stuff so we should we should celebrate sure. that you know
1: absolutely like there, there are other films that come to mind for me where I stop and go, do I really want to sack it? Like the, uh, one of our must see list is the postman, right? Mm, yes. And like it, we yes. will sack it. Yes. We will. But yes. I, it always gives me pause because I just want to, I just want to watch it. Like I want to watch it today. I don't want to sack it. I want to watch it.
4: It's
3: I kind of right. want to watch it too. Um. But also the, the problem with the, the, the postman isn't so much that it's just considered this giant mega flop and you know, all of the problems that it has. Um, I really like it because, again, post-apocalyptic and it's weird and I like it, mm-hmm. but it's also really long. It's freaking long, like three hours long. I have been
2: staying away from it in anticipation that we're going <laughs> to see it for Film Sac because I've never <laughs> seen it. So I'm just basically saying, well, I know we're going to get to it eventually on Film sec, yeah. so I guess I'll just wait just, until we see it then. I, I've I just, never
0: seen it and I, I just really, just if you know, nothing's been compelling enough for me to watch it. just put it on to see how long it is. It's two hours, 58
1: minutes.
3: It's Costner. What do you expect? Well, look, let's not be disparaging the Costner here on the show. Shall we? He's the best. I love that guy.
0: Did I say it was bad? No, I'm just
3: teasing, but I love, I, 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 I will admit I have some, I, I, I give up a lot of ground around Costner for whatever reason. I just really, I love everything he does.
0: He's a gentle spirit.
3: Well, he's also apparently according to some stuff I read, even though in the 90s he had a reputation for being hard to work on set, he's always been like really great with fans and I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah um yeah. I think that show he's on now that um uh Yellowstone is very good and mostly cuz he's in it. Um he's just Brad. So Right. Let's see the postman is all I'm saying.
0: That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's my that's my mm-hmm. example of I it gives well, me he'd do a better job of delivering the mail than my current postman.
3: Yeah. Right. And they got, Oh, and they got, a uh, um, who, uh, there's a couple of actors in that. The bad guy used to, uh, oh, I love this. So the background on the bad guy in the movie is that he was a copier salesman before the world went to crap. And now he's like the most evil leader of possible, which I just think is hilarious, but it's also played by, Oh, forgot his name. He's in Armageddon. He's like Bruce Willis's pal in Armageddon. Uh, Oh, the guy who's
2: estranged from his wife. Yes, um,
3: yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who uh, I mean? I know exactly. Bill, what? Will, Will Patton? Will Patton. That's it. So Will Patton's in there. He's the copier salesman bad guy. You got uh, uh, uh who's, who's Giovanni the, Ribisi? Yeah, who's the singer? Uh, that that <laughs> Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yep. Tom Petty's <laughs> in there. This,
1: I've seen this movie a few times, Scott.
3: <laughs> and Tom Petty plays himself, which is just great. He's in charge of like some weird stronghold of people. It's Tom Petty's in charge. It's just great.
1: Well, one of the most underrated actors of all time, Lorenz Tate is in this movie yeah. as Ford, Lincoln, Mercury. Yep.
3: Oh man, we got to come on. Hmm. Let's find it. We got to do this. So, so you get my, you get my point. Yeah. I, like,
1: like if it, there's no way league of extraordinary gentlemen <laughs> is less sackable, right? It's oh, yeah. definitely more sackable. Yeah. than
3: yeah, It's entirely so. sackable. I don't think it ever was not. And you guys Do you are have a right. Second email? Uh, no. like there was a second email that's all we have today. Braden right. Shepard, thank you for your email. I mean, there's more in the wings, but I'm, um, you know, no need to flush them all out at once. Sure. Uh, thanks for that email. at gmail.com is the email address to send to. And our next film, which will not have a birthday att- attached to it at all, mm-hmm. uh, is mm-hmm. what? I forgot. What are we doing? That's well, we're gonna watch Battle
0: Beyond the Stars, guys. Oh yeah. And what? Not battle of all stars, right? Not that's that that's the show,
2: right? <laughs> Battle Beyond the All Stars.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> battle of all the battle all-stars.
2: Battle Beyond
1: the Stars. you're gonna find it on Amazon Prime. So we're we're really switching up on you on these services.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh get over to Amazon, check it out. It's uh it's looks so so good, bad. Yeah, good absolutely.
2: Wasn't this George a- Papard, uh Robert Vaughn, Sybil Danning.
3: These are all names that only. And
2: the one Darlan Flugel, who we saw a couple weeks ago as uh, <laughs> Billy Crystal's uh, ex wife in <laughs> Running Scary.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I love these names because they're names I would hear on like a, a, an episode of the <laughs> love, love Boat. Boat. Yeah.
2: George Papard, yep. Robert Vaughn.
3: And it sounds like a thing Ibot would totally know because he was a fan <laughs> of the Love Boat. So right. I'm excited about that one. And I don't remember who suggested it. It may have been Ibit, actually. Was it you? It was me
2: when we were. T- yeah, when I was yeah, looking we- up. Who Darlan Flugel was <laughs> Running Scared? To like, oh my god, she was in Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh my
1: god, we need to watch Battle Beyond the Stars.
2: Oh, but also, you.
1: we all watched Running Scared on Amazon Prime, which immediately told us we needed to watch Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh, was that on, was this the Amazon, Amazon Prime to...
3: said? Do now watch this, and we're like, okay. No, oh, I didn't. It didn't show it on mine. Although I don't know, maybe I have
2: a. I mean, the movie poster alone should be enough to. We talked about this last week, but the movie poster alone says, uh, please film sack me. Yeah, we
3: could. Mm-hmm. We, we
4: could I
2: just... have a spaceship with testicles and a, <laughs> a pair of glowing <laughs> aliens.
3: Yeah. It actually feels like it's been a while since we've done one like this. You know, oh, somebody's echo went off. Is everything all right? Yeah, I muted myself to stop it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you'd. You've of course said no words that were anything like the the echo word, and yet.
2: no, it's it's uh, it's a uh, relative calling us on the on the echo. Oh, and uh, I've I'm never had anyone do that it, on is,
3: the uh, video phone. Is that cool? Yeah, do you like taking it is them that way? Cool.
2: The little drop in. Yeah, they're, they're the only relative who does it, and it's kind of fun because you know they have it in their kitchen, we have it in our kitchen. We just kind of sit there
1: and
4: okay. chit
2: chat right.
1: over coffee. Nice. Hey, Google, play Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this
4: photograph. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: We are done. Uh, filmsack.com is our website. You will find all things there that you're looking for ways to contact us, old episodes, the archive feed, everything all the way back to Kroll in 2009, if you're looking for it. So go check that out. That is again, Filmsack.com. Filmsack at gmail.com again is the email address. We are at Filmsack on Twitter. And you can find more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian. And for Randy. Up the chain. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frogpants Network. Frog Pants Network.
4: Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>